Gavin. Yes, hello. Um, this will probably be the level of my speaky voice. What, yawning uh, all of his... What's up with Gavin? He's left about... <laughs> He's slowed he down. Long, he's went one long yawn. Yeah. He's living close to a black hole, so everything he does is really slow. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 26 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. It's me. Morgan. Yes. How have we got this far? We ask this every week. Yeah, but the thing is, Sean, not only does this mark a very special occasion because of the anniversary that we're going to be talking about in just a minute, but 26 episodes actually marks half a year's worth of episodes. We've been doing it six months, have we? Yeah, because 52 weeks in a year, half that, 26. Oh, Oh, well... 35 and I just found out it's 52 weeks uh, yeah. yeah No no I get it Yeah, yeah that's why yeah. I said 6 Because I know what half a year is Like 6 oh, right. months That's insane Don't yeah. feel like it's it No time's flown it's But it also Does it feel long to you? Because it doesn't to me I don't think It's like a new marriage though Sean isn't it I think it's fly- we're, we're still in the honeymoon stage Are we? I don't know Well I, I, don't know. I am I feel like you feel like This has taken forever And I feel like It was only yesterday We started it Really? Well, yeah. Why would you say that? Um, I don't know. It's just all kind of flung like twenty six episodes. That's mad. Oh yeah, that's been yeah. I when you look at the number, I and then mean, when you look at the guests we've had as well. Yeah, I mean when you not when blowing you, our own trumpet yeah. like, but they're it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, to think to think like for example, Frank Carter was episode thirteen. That's thirteen weeks ago. I think that was like Whoa. the other day we yeah, went to it like two weeks Swansea ago. to record that with him. So whoa, man, <laughs> this is blowing my literally blowing my mind. Oh. Anyway, we should get... Yeah, yeah, but Sean, to celebrate six months of Sapman Podcast, it's also the 10th year anniversary of an album that's very special to your heart, I know, for Yes, correct. It's the best in town by The Blackout. Nice. Some would... Most people would say the best The Blackout album. Yeah, I probably would agree on that. Shut your mouth, you. It's our latest... No, um... (laughs) Wolves is good. I like the wolves. No, I think uh, I I think I have to agree. The best in town was probably the best work that we did. But anyway, we'll probably get into the wall list after. But um, yeah, it was um, fantastic. I invited Gavin, Bob, and first time podcast guest 
Gareth, Kevin, Snoz, Lawrence. Yes, when we've had a few requests for to yes. have on. And yeah, and the first returning guests in that case as well, because Gavin and Bob are the first guests to be on the previous episode That's and true. then return. Yeah. So sorry, sorry about we've had to double up with them too, but they are in the blackout, so we do have to kind of have them involved in this. Mm. Um, but yeah. But yeah, if, you, if you're not aware, The Best in Town was released, I think it was May 25th, 2009. Was it? Yeah. You know more about my band than so I do. So the release of this weekend, the, the weekend this podcast is released was te- the 10th year anniversary. So we thought we'd do something special and get a roundup of the blackout and just reminisce all things the best in town and everything else in between. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I don't really want to talk more about it now. I just want to get into doing it. So okay, okay. Is well, it, yeah, what, what else is it? Well, of course, th- the weekend this is going out, it's the start of festival season. Yes. We're going to be at Slam Dunk Festival. Yes, we Sean, are. Sean, you're actually going to be uh, on the uh, disc jockeying as well. Yes, I'm going to be doing DJ duties at the after party in Leeds and Hatfield with my good friend Alid Phillips of Kids and Glass Houses, frontman being. Hmm. And um, yeah, so me and him are DJing for two hours. That's going to be messy and... I'm hoping there won't be any silences in between songs, but you never know. Well, I'll be there as well. Oh, so um, what are you going to do? So if there's silence between the song, you're going to chirp up here. I'll just shout. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd shout happening to give us some um, yeah, free Yeah, but if you publicity. start, there loads of people might oh, start doing yeah, it. Because I am a trendsetter, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's dead air, that is. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Um, just, yeah, but... Yeah, but I'm going to be there with you as well, and we're going to be recording some great things for Sapling Podcast. Well, we've just had some guests confirmed that have nearly made me shit myself. Yeah, and and I've been working hard uh, sorting all our schedules out for other guests as well. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Morgan. You'll find that out next week, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a very good one. But Sean, speaking of festivals, we're also going to be at a few others this summer, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to the brilliant 2000 Trees Festival in July. Yes. And due to you guys making this podcast somehow popular and it ever growing, the people of 2000 Trees have got in touch with us and offered you a discount code. Yeah. Via us. Yeah, so they've been very kind enough to hook up the Sapnin listeners with an exclusive code, uh, which is Sapnin. They get you 10% off your ticket purchases. Yeah. If you go to 2000treesfestival.co.uk forward slash tickets, go to the top banner and put in the promo code SAPNIN, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N, you'll get 10% off a, off a ticket. So if I was you, I would go. Yeah. I would go. And Who's I, there, Morg? I, Who's there? Well, I was going to say they should act fast because it's an incredible lineup and it's actually an award-winging 2000 Trees. Award- yeah. What have they won? They won the best medium-sized festival at a UK festival awards back in December, Sean. Oh, fair play done, man. Yeah. Oh, good. Hmm. Who's going to be there, though? Well, there's likes of Frank Turner. Yes. Havana, yes. Yumi at six, yes. While She Sleeps, Frank Iroh, and I know a band that both you and me are very excited to see is Every Time I Die because they're playing Hot Damn in full. Sean Smith is going to come out of Mosh Retirement at 2000 Trees Festival. So if I was you, I'd get a ticket at 2000treesfestivals.co.uk forward slash tickets. Use the promo code SAPNIN, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N, right? 
just to come and watch me flail my arms and get smashed in the face in the pit at every time I die. Because I am going to be climbing people. I'm going to be jumping about. I'm going to be trying to get my fat legs off the floor to spin kick other people. I'm going to get battered. So why not come and get involved? That's a very good point. That was a perfect advert for this festival. It was. But yeah, but thanks to 2000 Trees. Yeah, thank you very, very much. So supportive and want to give us this discount code to the listeners. I'm very excited to head back down. It's been a festival I've gone to uh, for many years and it is a festival that is just hell of a great experience and you get to see things that not a lot of other festivals do offer. That's awesome. Yeah, you said it was a... A lovely atmosphere. There is a very lovely atmosphere, and one of my favourite things is the um, acoustic uh, forest tree sessions they do, where a lot of bands will turn up and just play stripped-down versions of the set, and it's literally in a little forest. Oh, nice. And it's the cutest thing you can imagine. More, more cute than loads of puppies playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, it is. It's actually more. Oh, nice. Well, it depends who's playing. Well, I look forward to that, then. Depends who's playing, but yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. 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 Well, any other news? Well, festival season, I'm just excited for festival season as a whole. Um, but yeah, because we've got this 10th year anniversary special now of the best in town. We haven't got that much time to mess around with. But one thing I did want to mention in the news is that uh, I was lucky enough to head down to Club Evil Bach in Cardiff. Uh, this he past wasn't week. sick again. He, oh, he didn't sneeze. As well, she is good. He's good, isn't it? Um, to see uh, the band Casey uh, perform a secret slash farewell show uh, in their hometown. And uh, they were supported by uh, Holding Absence. Awesome. Who were uh, going under the nickname of Heaven Knows. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then Casey performed their last set uh, as Little Bird. And yeah, sold out room, uh, loads of familiar faces around. And yeah, it was just a really... It was a great gig. I think everyone was a little bit sad to know that was their last performance. But yeah, it was um, a band who've um, done a, a, a lot in the UK music scene and Europe over the last like four, five years they've been about. Yeah. Sad to see them go. But uh, yeah, it was a really good gig to send them off with. Oh, Quite emotional. It's a shame, is it? It's just, I hate seeing bands split up. Like anybody who's listened to this before knows, every time we talk to a band, I try and tell them. Please never split up for your sake. He actually actually does. And then the bands go, "Uh, okay, yeah, we won't listen to him then. So so technically, Satman Podcast is saving bands. Yes, I claim her. I claim her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Yeah. we're doing that. Yeah, we'd like to have somebody from KC on. Um, I think it'd be good to get somebody from KC on and have a chat about... Um, the ups and downs of being in a band, and yeah, it'll be that would be awesome. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. So hopefully we can sort that out now in the uh, not so distant future. Cool. So last but not least, and I'm sorry to have to do this, but please, please, please give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Sappeninpod, S A W P E N I N P O D. And also, if you've enjoyed any of the last 25 hours plus. Of consense, that's content and nonsense from us. Uh, I like it. That's nice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, please think about supporting us by going to Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash sapnin, and um, getting involved there. There's loads of different tiers, and you get different perks, and uh, yeah, and yeah, for the price of three dollars a month, you can get access to the Sapnin podcast community, which is a great laugh. Everyone's really nice. It's um, a lovely sense of togetherness there, and people are meeting up at gigs and stuff. And it's just it's just beautiful. 
beautiful to see, and also they are nasty to me every week. They are, but uh, as I always mention, they quite like me, so I quite like them. And yeah, no, but on a serious note, everything is really, really appreciated. All the love and support uh, means the world. So yeah, if you can spare anything, patreon.com forward slash Sapman and they're yeah, joining our Sapman podcast community. Cool. It all goes back into trying to make this bigger and better and over the next coming weeks, I think that might be happening. So cool. Thank you so much to our Patreon so far. And yeah, please think about becoming a Patreon. Yes. So Sean, are you ready to feel like an old man and turn back time to relive the best in town. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the boys. And, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, yeah, check this out. Something. Something. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapnin! 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 Oh, first five! We've never had a five, Sam? No, it's a full house. It's, this is mental. I think, um, I think we could have done a, a like harmonised version and we, we shit out a bit, to be fair. Well, it's no time like the present, is it? I'm going to start so then I don't have to pitch. Sapnin! 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 See you much better. Thank you very much. That was episode 27 <laughs> of Sapnin Podcast. No, uh, this is episode, no, it's episode 26. This is. I'm going into the future already. Um, this week, we have two returning guests and one virgin to Sapnin Podcast. We've Sapnin got virginity poppage. There it is. We've got Gareth Kevin Lawrence, a.k.a. Snoz, for the first time on Sapnin Podcast. How are you, Gareth? I'm absolutely super tidy. Good. It's weird just talking to you in an interview type style. It's I know. It's very strange. It's really <laughs> strange. I'm holding a mic to my face as well. I'm like... <laughs> What's this? <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, you swear. They didn't see my eyes. They couldn't see that face. You followed. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, 
yeah, so we've spoken to Gavin and Bob before about um, the blackout and life and what we're all up to now and stuff. Um, can you fill us in? What's uh, working? Yeah, constantly. Two jobs. Nice. Two jobs. Two bands. A dog. A girlfriend and a and a human son. I don't like as much as a dog. <laughs> don't tell him I said that. Um, yeah, what? Tell us more about the bands. What's uh, what's um, going on there? I'm in a a sweet wedding covers band nice. called Making uh, Money. Yeah, 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 yeah. And any more other money band? Than I ever, it's mad playing music now to people, especially weddings are wicked because they're good payers and loads of food. Super oh, loads buffets yeah. up to the wazoo. Nice and so the best catering you could ever have at oh, the backstage. It's amazing and sweet trolleys. Oh. They got trolleys with sweets. I played a wedding last week in Swansea. <laughs> I played a wedding in Swansea last week, and the because the, they were all people from Abbotsford, and they were like the fellow went, "Oh, do me a favour, take as much as I home as you want. I'm paying a fucking fortune for that." <laughs> So oh. I took as much as it home as I could. Surely it's just a penny of sweet, isn't oh, it? But it, was, <laughs> yeah, oh, it, was, so. it was loads of it, so I took all that on, yeah. And uh, I'm doing another musical pro- project nice. called Val- Valhalla Awaits. <laughs> Watch a lot of Vikings. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Watch a lot of Vikings, Bob. Yeah, how's that going? All right, yeah, just tidying things up a minute. Just got a new singer. Um, I don't think I can say anything yet, <laughs> for, out of respect and all that. Yeah, because you've got to have a lot of respect in this day and age. I'm now respect yeah. everything, so I'm respecting the respect. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that'll that'll be coming soon. Okay, probably oh. 2041 the way it's going. <laughs> so yeah, soon enough. Nice. Well, yeah, me and Gavin and Bob and Morgan, we spoke before about how we all kind of felt towards the well with the end of the blackout. How um how was it for you? How did you find it? Mega strange in in the fact that I had to go and find a proper job. Even though towards the end of the blackout, I was doing a bit of care work and stuff anyway, just throwing some money. Yeah. I just found it super strange having to find, try and find a job. But then going for interviews, and go, and they were like, what have you been doing then in the last 10 years? You, you know, you've done a lot. Because like, I went for a lot of youth work jobs. And they were like, your experience is wicked. You know, because I'd done it before. Wicked. What have you been in the last 10 years then? <laughs> oh, I had a job. What was it? Oh, I was in a band. <laughs> Definitely no. wasn't prison. <laughs> no, no, no. You've ba- been missing for 10 years. A band. What? what did, you, did I ever see you doing, doing a growing? No. No. <laughs> it was kind of like a release your own kind of stuff band. And they were like, mm, so you haven't been working? No, I have. You just said that, yeah, you? I I working, no, but it's, not, it's yeah. not really a job, is it, to you? But it's, it was. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't call her. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Thanks. Good. Thanks. Yeah, that's, See you later. That's what I'm worried about now, looking for jobs. So that's good. Oh, to it's, hear. A, it's super hard. It's super hard. And I luckily, because I'd done a bit of care work and that, all that, and I did, delivered shopping for Asda, which is like the MI5 trying to get in. Have, ever tried to, have anybody worked we in Asda? Did, no, no, we not she worked there. She trying Tough to get, to get into. I, t- I had about 1,400, I'm not very really good at numbers, interviews. <laughs> That's might be why you had, had 1,400 interviews. Yeah, I had to do tests on a computer, I had to do, because I was doing driving as well, I had to do, like, you no, know, like when you do the driving le- tests, like uh, times 40, mental it was. But I got in there, and I was there for about six weeks, and I had a job in the ambulance service then, which is I'm never letting go. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm Will they let out. you go, though? I'm, yeah, they, well, never. Yeah. It's harder to get out to the ambulance service than to get in. <laughs> oh, yeah, you tell, you yeah. tell us the story yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other night. Um, yeah, cool. So how did you feel about Wolves being the last release? Like, uh, Were you happy with it? Were you Super proud. Cool. Super duper proud. I th- 
because I think when we were just before we recorded it, we had the talk, and yeah. uh, mm. and. So we, I guess, going into it, we were like, I remember taking photos, and I saw one on Instagram, and he was like, oh, recording. Because I knew it was going to be the last yeah. time as us recording. I was like, recording, like, I suppose, recording. In my head, I was like, oh, I'm gutted with this. Yeah. Super gutted. Well, part of me knew, well, thought, well, not knew, obviously <laughs> didn't know, but thought when we were doing it, I was like, haha, they say they're all leaving a band now, but this is going to come out, and this is going to do so well that uh, we're going to be back on top in no time. Wrong. Yeah. Well, well, wrong. Because when, when we. Siri, oh, phone's going Siri mad. kicks it's off on his podcast. He loves his podcast. Siri, that's mental. I say he isn't. He's is probably no sense. You're not it. You're not it. Oh no, I'm not this teenage. Um. Yeah. Well, when when we recorded Wolves and we got, we had to back to listen to it, I was I listened to the songs. I was like, in my head, I was like, fuck you. Fuck a lot of you, yeah. and I was not you, not you lot. Ah, yeah. Wait now, wait now. Sorry but uh, but, uh, but no, like over the, over the years, you know, you get to meet people and think people write you off. Left yeah. And I thought, to me, I thought we were always like, ah, we were always a bit like people were like, oh yeah, that good band, you know, nice boys, but uh, but you know, uh. nice boys. Is I was the just one, like, oh. I was just like, oh, this is how party shot this is. Get fucked. Yeah. You know what nice. I mean? This is a, this is the thing. And why didn't we guts. call it get fucked? What's that? Why didn't we call it get fucked? Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, you could have, could have gone out with a bang and just like just told everyone fuck to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Ever listen yeah. to this? Just uh, tell everyone to fuck off. At yeah. least then, like that's uh That's why I thought about our last tour. It was because it was only the couple of little shows in places we played and people who always received as well. It was just technically for the people who like this. As yeah. stupid that sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just those shows for for, for people who like this. Not oh, we got a place now because someone might be coming to watch us and maybe I fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. Oh. Sorry. I, I'm a bit sweary, I'm sorry. It's not, not like me, is it? Oh, well, you can say whatever you like on this podcast. Oh. Well, well, Let me wind him up. I've been on Amazon loads of old people today, man. You don't want, you, you don't want this evil Ricky Barbie. All right, I'll, I'll take that back. But, no, but in all seriousness, of course, uh, we're all here because it's the 10th year anniversary of the blackouts of the best in town. Class. May 25th, 2009, I believe, was the actual release date. Was it? Um, I'm sure all of you just can't really believe how fast time's gone and that's a, a decade since that record actually came out. Mental. Makes me feel really old. <laughs> yeah. Older than what I felt than uh, when I put my back out in the trampoline park Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that's the global standard for age yeah. feel. How old do you feel? I feel like I put my back out in a trampoline. <laughs> Even when I haven't. It is um, a bit, yeah, it's one of those things where, again, like time gets a bit elastic and it sort of simultaneously feels like it was two minutes ago and it was also a hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like when you think about like the specifics of it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's it's really strange to be without, like obviously as, 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 the, as the way it is of time that it all goes in a line. Yeah. So once 10 years has gone by, it happens quite a lot with things. So like, there's been a few things where it's like the first time that we did this or the first time that we like so that it was been it's been over 10 years obviously since we are the dynamite came out and now yeah. it's so there are also you know a load of other things around that kind of time that have, that have got to that same anniversary where you think that's 10 years ago like that's a quarter of my life nearly at this point it's uh it's a big old chunk of time isn't it it is a huge chunk of time yeah I think um, as it is a couple of weeks ago, we interviewed them and they were like, oh yeah, you did Warp Tour, right? And I was like, yeah, 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 in 2000, 
Oh my god, that, that was 2009, was years ago. That, that, been, that was for the, this cycle, yeah. It would have been summer. Yeah. And all I could think was like, I'm like old man time now, like looking at these, mm. looking at these bloody young bands coming in, yeah, now with joy and happiness <laughs> and in hope, their eyes. Hope oh, for the future, you daft bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing, but yeah, so let's start from obviously the beginning. So we we came off We Are the Dynamite album cycle with Fierce Panda. Then what happened? Did we did we leave them or did they drop us? I don't. I can't remember. Was it a bit of column, a bit it of was a, yeah. I think it was a bit of both. I think wasn't there some? It was another one of these situations where they were sort of looking to get to renegotiate it with a different sort of cut of things. I'm not yeah. sure whether or not it was like full 360 deal kind of stuff. Yeah. For though, um, if you don't like, that's like a sort of shorthand thing. Basically, what a 360 deal is is that. Um, a band would normally, like traditionally, a band would get uh, an advance on the record label that would pay for predominantly the recording of that record. Yeah. And then the, uh, the anticipation being that you would sell enough records to pay that back and everything else then would be the back. So maybe the, maybe the record label would then traditionally put a little bit of money in towards the touring side of it as well to support that kind of stuff. But everything else, the band would then take. But with a 360 deal... Part basically entirely as a result of record sales sort of slowing down, the record company would take it so that they would take literally a cut of everything. So that's the live of the band, the merch that the band would sell at live shows, and on their merch store, every single part of it. And so you can understand at it the from t- at the time as well. I don't think they were as prevalent as they are now. They were just coming in, yeah, because yeah, we, so we, we were just, on that. We were a bit like, oh, are you? Or? Yeah, hang on, no. And I. No um, deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 360 went to none. Yeah. No, no, no degrees. Um, 180. Take that deal wait, back. 180. 90. 45. <laughs> again. Take that deal yeah. back. 180. Um, so I think that's what it was. Um, but I think with Fierce Pan, they kind of offered us and we kind of went, no, we don't want that. And they were kind of, all right then. Yeah, um, I think it was I'll a bit of a, a bit. Of, yeah, it was a bit of like, do you want that? No, all right, fine. Asked you. Didn't ask me quick enough. It was one of those kind of jobs. Matt, yeah. Matt would be perfect for answering this question. You've, you've, you've he was more on the ball with the old business side of the yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's hard to get hold of him when he's 30,000 feet in the air, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I'll throw the mic up. But I, don't sure. think I like the fact that you said that Matt would be better at answering the question. I'd <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you may have to have, like, I don't know, like a fact man. Like, you're like editing like yeah, that? Yeah, editing like yeah. What's Actually, what's hello there. It's the fact man here. In fact, nothing was offered of this sort. I think like I'd rather sound like Duff Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no deal. Fact man. Bring <laughs> the facts. Uh, um, yeah. So that was that left us um, unsigned. Yeah. And then during that period, we won Kerrang's best unsigned band. <laughs> kind of cheating, wasn't it? Because we were yeah. previously signed. Yeah. So we should have won best previously signed currently. I'm going to fucking clue. Yeah. How, are we, how are they going to make a record? Best next? band in a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, nailed it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. How did we... We were, we were writing for... We were just writing new songs out. Because when the, the cycle finished... We were writing new songs anyway, because that the summer of 2008, we had loads, that summer was mad, because we had the Linkin Park shows, and oh, we yeah. played in Slam Dunk. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Yes, I yeah, am. Yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah, I, was, yeah. I remember that old summer was mental, and we did uh, Wake Stock, like we did the Linkin Park shows, came Street Park for Wake Stock, did a load of, like, that old summer was just mad. I remember... It was. I, I think I remember, practicing in Cardiff, I think we just finished writing Children of the Night, and we're like, this is, this is wicked, I'm, I'm a fan of this, and we had, had an email of Sean Goulding, new tour. Sean Goulding, our old booking agent, and he said, "Boys, I got to a, a festival. 
it's in Poland on Saturday. And this was Thursday night. And we were like, oh, okay. Uh, Poland. Yeah, yeah, just drive over. You, you're on first on Saturday. Oh. Sean, it's, it's 10 o'clock Thursday night. We look, we like Google Google Maps there then. Or yeah. we like looked in uh, an actual map because it was that long ago. Yeah. And we're like, Root it's going to take, take us 20 hours to drive here. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. It was, it was almost like geographically impossible yeah, to yeah, cover yeah. the distance in time. We've had the left at like one in the morning. Yeah. This was 10 o'clock at night. We've had the left then, pull our stuff in and gone. This thing is, though, Sean, for people who know, Sean's American, so that's probably just like a trip to the shops for Yeah, him. but also, <laughs> uh, but I'll counter with that as well. Because also, because Sean's American, he has no idea what the rest of the world looks no, like. Beyond true. New York, in his case. Uh, so yeah. he's probably like, ah, it's probably, it's probably just down by there. Yeah, it's down by there. Yeah, fine, go. Yeah, but that's mad to hear that. Like, you could get offers like that coming so last minute to travel, literally far, far away place. I don't think we expected just to say yes. And yeah, I mean, I don't think we would be offered like yeah, it's forty six euro. Yeah, you know it's almost I mean? a dropped out somewhere, and, and they probably just put out a um, yeah. blanket wide email mm. and Sean Goulden be the madman he was. Going, but yeah, yeah, black I'll play it. But definitely in in the in like the sort of the. Uh, uh, the Forgotten, forgotten all the words in the world. Um, <laughs> Apart from these, in the context, I'm right now. I'm, right, I'm back. Uh, in the context, like what, what you were saying, like we had so many ridiculous shows. Like it was really like momentum was just like yeah. We we went from one thing to another yeah. all the way through that year. Um, it's this story of the year as well. That was the same. That was that year as well, was wasn't it? Year, yeah, that's right. Story of the year. Do we do that story of the year as kind of a favor though? Like it wouldn't, didn't they have somebody drop out of support or they didn't have a support last minute and we were like, yeah, we'd like to play it with them. It came together quickly. I can't remember the I'm, I'm sure we it. were kind of the same level at, at, as them in the UK at the time. Was it one of those favors when they said, we'll take out in America? <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah, we'll 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 fuck. Hey, we should right. tour the States together. Yeah, yes, we should. Know. I look how forward many, to never hearing from you again. How many American bands haven't taken us on the tours that we're still waiting for? Pierce the Veil yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from first to last. Yep. Yeah, and they're back Story together. Of the year. Story of the year. Did Sil- yeah, Silverstein? I'll see him slam dunk. <laughs> Shane's having it. Shane, you owe me a tour. Yeah. You're don't. not in a blackout anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Be really, nice. <laughs> Be really nice to him, mate, because he's uh, super he nice. Super nice they're, they're, they're Canadian, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. there you are. Um, yeah, so we did all those tours, and then, yeah, how did, how did Epitaph come about? How did we, does anybody remember well, that? I think it was... Um, I think it was with Johnny Phillips, I think, because he was kind of managed this at the time. And he said a couple of labels were really interested. Um, and um, who came over from Epitaph? Roger. Roger, Roger came but over. Uh, we, hadn't we recorded the album by this point, by, by then? Well, there were two things. Oh, I know there was... There was a Sony thing There was as well. a Sony thing as well. Yes, I remember now. See this thing? We got fronted all the cash to do it. But, by Simon Moran. By Simon Moran. John, Johnny got the investment for us yeah. to do it. So we but went out we, and did it. Before we even did after. that, before we even recorded the album and started writing with Jason, we were having um, meetings with Sony when we was what's the girl's name? Oh, here we go. Pia? Pia, something like that. Nice, yeah. well remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, she, well was seeing, she was seeing Liam from this girl or something like that, wasn't she? She's just come back into my consciousness. That's the yeah. life. She, she'd yeah. gone. I, Mad. Yeah, but they, they, were, they were super interesting and stuff. And... Um, didn't we recorded a few songs as demos, maybe or something? Yeah, didn't they say? Well, the final they wanted more single. The they final conversation that was again that was after that. So we, I think this is that's kind of how it went. So I think we were talking to Sony, but we heard Epitaph were interested as well. Then we ended up with the finance thing about from Simon. So we could actually get. So we actually then. went. and was like, just we'll go and do it, and then we'll find out you know, where that interest actually comes from. So then, 
Sony heard, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but like Sony heard the finished record, at least the finished songs, yeah. and said, yeah, they're great. Can you, in the can you do, do like two, two more big hits? Yeah. Yeah. And we went, no, this is literally, <laughs> yeah. and we'll get, I'm like, if we get into the specifics of like that record, how we recorded that record as well, no, we were. Time was time was tight. Yeah. I don't think they tight. came down either. Like like Rod, no, Rod they made the effort to come over from Amsterdam yeah, and, and so, to come see us. Yeah, and then we had the interest from Epitaph that way. So that was yeah. why we had a that ended up with like a fully kind of made record that we then played to these people, mm. yeah. and then they both obviously it went the way that Sony went. Yeah, it's all right, but it could be better. And Epitaph went, that's great. And so yeah, didn't yeah. Roger came to Cardiff didn't he, for the practice. I'm sure he was in the practice. Yes, he came down. Yeah, yeah, he came down. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. He came in and we set up like, rather than in a circle where we normally practice. We set up against the wall, yeah. facing him, oh, and he sat in it. Yeah, the, I remember the, he came. With he had a gig he didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> was that the fella that we said about the bass? Too? No, 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 no. no. Like a punk manager or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that was somebody just from <laughs> from music <laughs> boxing. Uh, they, they were showing people around, weren't they? Because obviously they needed. A lawn, I guess, to make it bigger down in the music box. And the bank manager came in. What did he say to Reese? Ah, oh, Fender fen Jazz. Yeah, he sat there and Reese was like staring off into space. Not like, really paying so attention. They sort of, yeah, they sort of, they'd come in um, because we were in the sort of like the big room, like the nice room. So obviously the guys from Music Box, you know, wanted to come in a bit because it's like also like a live room for like the stuff that they record down there as well. And um, yeah, he. Uh, Reese was just kind of like, you know, we kind of like stopped practicing and we were just sort of like sort of sat there while they showed him. And then the guy was obviously a little bit self-conscious about it. So he tried to engage with Reese, and Reese was just like in his own world, even more in his own world than normal. And he was like, hi, sir, is that a ja- Fender Jazz bass? Um, you know, just to make conversation with Reese. And Reese went, yeah, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all. And, Not and a guy, clue what he'd yeah. asked him. And the guy just went, well, can't, I can't match wits with that, sir. That's the end, that's the end of that conversation. But yeah, but, but going back, obviously, you mentioned that in between we had the dynamite to the best in town. It was just right in and trying to see what was the next uh, stage for the band while playing shows. I mean, what what was the actual situation we, between the two records? I think we had enough time because we were playing. So like I said, that summer yeah. we we'd done the last. Uh, tour of the cycle and that summer we were just playing shows and shows and every time we had a chance to practice we were trying to write some new songs yeah. so we had um children of the night and we had uh, i love myself we had them too yeah they, they were the first they came first together tour. really early didn't yeah, they? yeah yeah but then because we were right we were playing so much playing so many festivals blah, 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 we couldn't i think couldn't really yeah so i think much. as well as that i think there was a there was a there was an element of that we hadn't really got like sort of like honed that sort of loop so like the more you do it particularly like if you think about i think we definitely had longer to write hope oh, yeah. but also we done we'd spent you know years and years writing the songs that went on the ep and then we spent another we had a we had less time to do we are the dynamite we were quite a couple of months i think oh, it probably yeah, shows yeah. as well if you yeah just well it. It we had sound a bit rushed if you work it out we had three and a half years to write those first six yeah, exactly. songs that we did for the ep yeah. Then we ended up using two of them on the album, and then, like, yeah, after that EP came out, yeah, they three were like, months, they were like, oh, we want an album now. It was, yeah, three to six, well, yeah, it might be th- just three months. So I think, um, yeah, we just we hadn't quite nailed like the the efficiency part of it, I guess, because I mean, obviously, there's you can get, you know, you can. It's all about like trying to write songs the best you can, but ultimately there are also, like real I, logistical things that you have got to do. If somebody goes, do it by now, you got to do it by then. 
also, I think with us only having one album out, we were kind of still fresh-faced a bit. So, like, I I don't remember it being a worry on my part, being like, we're unsigned and we need to put a record out. I just yeah. remember touring those shows and like, oh, we're getting bigger every day. This yeah, yeah. it yeah. doesn't matter if we've got a label or not. Like, and um, just before we had the meetings, decide to go with Jason and all this, and and decide to get down, you know, knuckle down at the album. We then we got, we went to Japan for the first time in like the sep- September. Came home and straight to Europe, and then straight and to came Euro- home straight UK. To two weeks in the UK. Yeah. And that's when we met Jason for the first time after the Astoria show. That's right. And then we were, and he was yeah. like, "Should we strike an album?" And we were like, "Wicked." That was, I think. That was the last but one show in the Astoria because we played Luton the day after. We did play Luton the day after. Luton the day after. Wow. Yeah. It was a step down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it really was. We're from the Astoria, <laughs> becoming only like the I third unsigned yeah. band. What was the Luton show? Where was that? Oh, it was, oh, it was in somebody's bin. Factory, it was like literally that. in somebody's bin. It was te- what did you say? Like what? Cat Factory. Cat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't make cats. <laughs> yeah, but I like the thing. You would have been there and played that game. And uh, somebody you at no point do not to go. They make cats. Yeah, like a production line of like cat, like torsos going along, heads yeah. being cats, cats, cats. stapling on fucking tails. A cat upside down. Of horrible noises like. <laughs> yeah, so we robot cats. Like I'm not a maniac. Yeah. We met up with Jason for a pre-production, and he came to Cardiff and Music Box again and hung out with us. And I got an anecdote about that. Yeah, how did um. Yeah, how did you feel about working with producers for the first time? Because, well, not producers, but, like we'd worked with Ramesh, but there was like Jason was much more of a songwriter, hands-on producer. Yeah, um, yeah. How did you find working that? Because I I remember thinking at first like he'd come in and be like, oh, I don't like that part, and I'd be like, fuck you, and. But then um, overall, I think I was a little bit. There was a tiny bit of that for me personally. There was a little bit of. I think there were two. There were two little elements of it. So. On the positive side of it, you, I, you know, you'd seen what Jason had done with A, and he'd just done that McFly record, I think, was like the thing that he'd done before that. Yeah. So you could tell he knew what he was doing. You know, it's like at, at one point, I was like, well, who am I to tell him, yeah. you know, what I think? He's Jason fucking Perry. Like, he, you know, you could just be like, you've heard nothing, right? And I can go, yes, I have. I go, well, shut your, shut your silly bald face. And I'd have gone, yeah, sorry, Jason. Which obviously he wouldn't do because he's lovely. But there was that element of like me thinking, well, who am I to tell him that that idea is, that, you know, my idea is better than his idea or whatever. Then there was also a part of me that was like, well, no, I do have to sort of stand on my own two feet a little bit because what we think does have a bit of merit as well. Um, and also I've got, I've got a silly, like, <laughs> pointless, like, element in me that, like, I want everything I do to be mine. I, like, be, like, the thing I've done and, like, yeah. genuine or whatever. So, like, even like if somebody like if I write something like I mean like text now yeah. like if I wrote something and somebody like like proofread it and give it back to me Bob even, was you even that I'm a little bit like I don't know it's just it's just a stupid little it's like, like a pride kind of thing. yeah but it's yeah, yeah. it's sort of it's stupid it's on like the other ridiculous. side of the coin though I always remember Jason saying look look boys it's just my idea we can try it if you don't like it you don't have to have it you know it's, yeah it's your record and I always remember him saying it's your record well I think yeah. one of the, one of the and we'll, we'll talk about kind of the stuff, I guess, that Jason like did like specifically with that record. But one of the things he did, I, I feel, for us as a whole, you know, just going forward was that like kind of mentality. So he changed the way we approached songs and he changed it so that it was like the song's the most important thing. Yeah. And so 
But he also changed recording process for us as well. Because I remember just thinking, like him just saying, boys, you play, you play music every day. So just go in here now. All I need is for an hour, an hour of the day for you all, one by one, just to concentrate on your bit. And we'll have it done in no time. Yeah, and I, yeah. I thought I never thought of that. I thought, all oh, right, we're all gonna have like nine hours to do everything. Yeah. It's gonna be constant. Well, he said. I think he said something like, when we were out recording the best of town, he was like, boys, like recording a record should be fun. It's not hard. It's easy. You know, like yeah. you know, he was sort of being a little yeah. bit glib, but he was also just like, it was all about like the. He was big into the kind of like the psychology of it. I think, yeah. and, like making us feel like. Like not not the opposite of that, like not yeah. having the pressure on. Not as like, oh, you better get it done now. Then, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. like, so I'm gonna go. Let's try right. that. Yeah, try if, it. If, if, you, if you you go overanalyze it, can you? You think, oh, this is gonna be on record forever. Yeah. yeah. If this one bit that that I, that I mess up is gonna be there forever, it's gonna plague me forever. But I don't like with you guys, like with vocals, um, you'd be like, it, you know, a, it doesn't have to be perfect, perfect. And also the terminology we use as well. Like I know he thinks. You know, we probably too dull to notice or whatever. But you know, oh, we'll do another one rather than no. That take was fucking dreadful. Mm. Like, it, like there was never any point in him where yeah, 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 he yeah. never put anybody down for anything. It was like, oh yeah, well done, mate. Um, let's give it another go in five minutes or tune up or Jimmy. Like there was, he always had that element as well. Which yeah, was nice. definitely. There was a huge part of of like making that the recording process became. A lot more relaxed in that respect. Like we still realised what we were doing, you know, was yeah. important, and and that we did have to get it right. But the the um the like the methods through which we got to that point were were quite different to us. And that's not that's not in any way like taken away from all the other people we work for, work with. But like Jason just had a different approach that really had a profound impact yeah. on us. Yeah, it was a bit apprehensive when when we first found out, especially that he was at the gig. Because I, you know, I never, we'd never met him before, and I was like, you know, singer from Asia. Oh, he's recording albums. I thought before we'd met him at the gig, I was like, he's gonna be one of those. Because you know, we've all seen a year and a half in life of Metallica, haven't we? <laughs> huh? mm-hmm. So no, and I just thought, oh, he's gonna be one of those. And uh, blah, blah. but as soon as I met him, my app, all my apprehensions just went out the window. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the first time he was like, oh my god, that was Ace. As soon as he came into the into the room in, yeah. in the Asoria, yeah? because there was people everywhere, and he was like talking to people sporad- sporadically, but you could just his enthusiasm instantly. I was like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. when we met him and in the practice room, I wasn't a bit like, oh fuck. I was like, when he was cool the other day, I just hope that wasn't the beer. Yeah. But uh, turns out it wasn't the beer. It was yeah. the sweets. Well, wait, well, while we're on this point. We ask everybody else, and we've asked the other boys, um, who surprised you most of bigger musicians or, I don't know, anyone you've met via the blackout or whatever, who surprised you the most, either positively or negatively? Uh, Probably positively would be uh, Chester Bennington. Yeah. Just thought he was... Like we we could play four shows then four or five shows five or and we didn't we didn't get a look in we didn't look we couldn't I didn't even, I don't think I ever saw them even when they were playing I don't think I saw them <laughs> you know I mean we were walking around backstage like are they actually are they it's like it's the holog- the holograms are coming a bit soon but then that one gig we played in Greece and then we were in the catering area and they had all the fans in and then they were like oh just waving oh like how's it going and then after everyone left they just came, all of them came over and started started chops into us and they were like oh look thanks for being on the shows it's been amazing and and i was just a bit like oh fuck is he talking to me like, <laughs> like looking behind me like no 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 but then he was just super genuine and 
and like when we we were watching side of the stage on uh, when yeah watching side of the stage and they were playing they had that what is it like the drum solo or the guitar solo or some kind of solo or was it the 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 DJ solo <laughs> he was yeah yeah he was some guy and he came over and he just started he happened to us and was like oh look at that that's wild eh? he was he was as taken aback by the fact that many people in Greece come to see him as we were yeah. and yeah he's just I just think his old persona was just amazing and it's sad to know what finally happened yeah. but yeah I think Chester Benetton was, was the boy for me nice I wasn't expecting that yeah. I was expecting James Hetfield James Hetfield was cool mate <laughs> <laughs> uh, face. You, can, you can hear that smile. <laughs> it was only the other day I was talking to Ryan Richards about it because he, he he was with you when he at the other time. Didn't he take the photo of you, no, and, you and James? No, you went over on your own. I'm sure. I was, yeah, I was watching Kaya's and they were all up there, and I went off a stage to to text Ryan because we had you can get Wi-Fi up on that that stage in in Australia, and I was texting. And he just came down. and was like. Oh fuck! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because we spent. I spent nearly the whole tour and I'm I do it. just following him about that first night in the barbecue. Me and Reese, Reese had, had a couple of couple of bevies, oh. so we were like, "Come on, Davis, go and find him. We'll go and speak to him now." So we were walking about, and every time we went somewhere, he would walk away. <laughs> I was like, "Oh for fuck's sake!" Perhaps he knows. Perhaps Liam Owlett. And um, <laughs> Liam Owlett yeah. Owlet had previously <laughs> met uh, James Hetfield and gone, oh, bro, keep an eye out from Reese from the Blackout. He's a strange one. Yeah, but he was a cool dude. He will James not recognise you until he does. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I still think, in my head anyway... Best I, place to think, yeah, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anyone else. But uh, <laughs> after the show, because I watched him play in the, in the night, <laughs> I blagged my way inside the stage. Because remember the fella who was working on the stage who was from Merthyr? I yeah. do remember yes. that. that was mad. Right, so that was crazy. I, we didn't have the passes to go back on stage, did we? So no. I was stood at the bottom, and there was you know three or four security at every checkpoint, and uh, so I started yapping, dreamed, and I was happening, blah, blah, blah. and they went, they had a whistle, come on, you all got to get to work. So I was like, oh, he was like, oh, I got to go to work. I was like, all right. So I carried on talking to him as he walked up the stairs, and I walked onto the <laughs> stage with him. Nice. All of a sudden, I was the stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed here for the old gig. It's wicked. But yeah, but after yeah. after that, then. Because obviously they would come out and go straight in their cars and drive off. So I was walking up the ramp. Through my body. Yeah. <laughs> Naked no, body onto the car. I, no, but I was stood there. So I was stood there waiting for the cars to come past. And James Hetfield's car was coming. And he was, I could see him in the window. So I just kind of gave him the horns. He looked at me, pointed, and then gave me the horns and drove off. I was like, he remembers me from earlier, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty much we best friends. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, going to yeah. get a James, tattoo of me James, James, see you later. <laughs> Yeah, We're friends it. now, right? Hetchio! <laughs> Catch you, Jimmy! Jim Bob! I just, rem- I just remembered now, you mentioned that guy, I just remember showing up at that stage, and then, like, just some, like, just a, a presence, just coming into the right, and just going, Ready, boys? Saturday. And we all, yeah, we all just went, What? Yeah. <laughs> and he went, From Earth or New? And you're like, Where are you from? Uh, I, like, I can't move. He was from. He's from, from, from Toyn as well. Yeah, he? yeah. I think he was just like yeah. Toyn. We're like, yeah. get fucked. <laughs> Mad. Mad. All right, cool. Well, yeah, sorry. just wanted to check who you were. Uh... Yeah, I go off on one. Sorry. No, 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 it, not at no, all. It's, it's good. People it's love these story. stories. They, um, yeah, but, um, yeah. We're talking about Jason and uh, yeah, pre-recording. Um, mm. Yeah, so we went through that. When he first turned up, we played. We said, "Oh, we've got this one song, but it's nothing," and we played nothing to him. And then that could have that that was a big like it was a bold it was yeah, a bold hail mary that was because you like it was either the ultimate icebreaker or it was like that's fucking funny boys 
Fuck you when you silly fucking band. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. And off he went. You're so, taking a piss, but yeah. yeah but, yes. Far sense. If he'd have gone, got up well, and left. Exactly. Get, literally get fucked. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the thing. Like, so we did. He stayed. We yeah. We swung for it, and we and we got it. But like, um, once we knew he was like sound with that, then that was kind of cool. But then like, how many days did we do? Was it, only it was two, like a week. I think. It was a full week. Was it, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. But he was still like. I remember distinctly the first day, because we had a song. That was like Babe by Glassjaw. It was like fucking, like it was like, it, it was, it, I have to swear when I just flat out. It. <laughs> um, it was like a minute and a half, just like flat out from start yeah. to finish. It did, like it was designed intentionally to like not be a song, basically. We just yeah. wanted like a, a rager, basically. And we played it to him, and basically we're like, yeah, yeah, so it's just like kind of like mental that. And he was like, all oh, right, okay. And then he went, well, you could, um, Time, yeah, he was like, "Oh, you could put a chorus on that, though. Like, you could." And he, and he just started. Doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, he was two like, chords. He said, like, nah. and he like started like humming this thing, and we were like, "All right, that's kind of cool." And he was like, "Yeah, go, yeah, go down to that. Yeah, go down to the to the to the D." And we were like, "Oh, that's all right. Yeah, okay." And then we fiddled with that for like the next like whatever it was, like the rest of the afternoon or whatever. And that was the first day that we'd ever worked with him in like a hmm. songwriting capacity. And that was, that song was Shut the Fuck Up a Cut. Oh, wow. So like the first day that we met him, he took something that was like cool in yeah. its own way, but he was like, that could be absolutely tearing. Yeah. Wasn't, it, wasn't that song originally called Hot Bitch? <laughs> was it Hot Bitch? I won't be surprised. I'm allowed um, to say, yeah, I just did Hot yeah, Bitch. Th- yeah, to this day, that's... El- Jason loves Uppercut. Shut the fuck up, Uppercut, and uh, said and done are two of his favorite songs. He's I think Shut the fuck up, Uppercut's my favorite overall blackout song. Yeah, me too. Compasses everything, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's just start to finish, belt in. Mm. Well, with that, I was going to say because a, a lot of people see the best in town as the best collection of songs the blackout did. Mm-hmm. But just like best album, like. <laughs> oh, I was trying to be nice, Sean. <laughs> one of us, one of the hosts, needs to be nice. <laughs> but when's that going to start? <laughs> Back. <laughs> oh, I've not missed you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, yeah, but in that, was it just the fact that working with Jason, having the freedom and not having any pressure while just coming up with ideas, just playing shows in between everything, do you think that gave you the best songs in Maniac Respect and just the feel of that record compared to making other albums where you might have had pressure or it was a combination of, of time? It's always a weird one, isn't it? I, I, I reckon if you talk to anyone, they, they w- wouldn't be able to tell you why a certain album turned out a, a certain way. Not not a specific, one specific thing. It's mm. got to be an amalgamation of the place you are as a band at the time, you know, physically, mentally, you know, um, as well. I mean, people you're working that, with. Yeah, I think because the link to that, like, again, it's all subjective as well. So, like, personally, I would say the best collection of songs that we did, or album, mm. is Hope. Okay. I think Hope, overall, that's just me, yeah. is it's more diverse than The Best in Town. The Best in Town just fucking slams all the way through, but like Hope's got more... Um, Diversity yeah, to it. Yeah, like nuance more to layers. it. Yeah, yeah, more layers, layers. Like an onion. That guy. Right. <laughs> so... But then, yeah, I think as well as that, then, yeah, it's like it's the sort of how the how the record sort of then like lives and like the things all like linked yeah. around it and stuff. Like, like I'll, I'll arc back to where I I mentioned in the, when I did the podcast. I, I think like you talk about subjectiveness about albums, and I always think 
the first kind of um, time someone becomes aware of a band, mm. that album will always hold a very special place mm. with them. Um, and I think we, we gained a lot of fans through that crazy year. And then obviously they caught up, well, you know, they might have checked out with the Dynamite and stuff, but this was the first new release. And I think a lot, we, we gained a lot more fans during that album than we had done before so mm. that, that may have been their first kind of like taster yeah. of, of, oh, yeah. of us and it was a it was a definite massive step up from Wheel of Dynamite as well yeah in every respect Sonically like songwriting everything. like everything about it and like I think being like linked to like to being on Epitaph as well like mm. the support that Epitaph Europe gave us specifically Epitaph Europe because Epitaph America didn't really um <laughs> And that's why I want to give like props to Epitaph Europe because they work their absolute asses off and they're all yep. sweethearts. Um, that was all like linked together. So we had a strong record with a good like record company support as well. Israel. Yeah, it was just a really like nice tight like thing going all together. So like that all works together as well, you know. It was, it, for me, it was probably one of the best times being in the band was writing that old album and recording it and that old that old cycle. It was like. So we just come off that tour where we done the Astoria show and stuff, and I was like, Luton, don't forget Luton. And Luton, yeah, 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 Luton after the Astoria. We'll always have Luton, yeah. boys. Yeah, we'll always have Luton. Um, cat, yeah, cat, so we come off that, and I was like, that was the first time I, I actually thought to myself, fuck me, I feel like a musician. This is mad. This is madness. Going to Cardiff, walking around HMV, my missus, and people just stood there looking at you over the over the thing. I'd be like, all right. They're like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking over there. I suddenly felt like a musician. Yeah. And then the, the whole process of going every day, getting in Bob's car in Merthyr, going to Cardiff, writing an album with a producer, going home, telling my missus about it, Next day again up and doing the same thing. I was like, I felt like I was like, fuck me, this is, yeah. this is it. Like, going to El Paso, going to El Paso was another the, step up as wait, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That whole process of writing the album and thinking to yourself, these songs are wicked. And then flying to America to just to hmm. write. How did, yeah, mad, how, did mad, that, mad. how did that come about? I remember being told that we could do it. And it I remember Jason saying, oh, we'll record most of the music out there and we'll record vocals probably. J- Jason, had, Jason had uh, so, contacts so with... Deal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, I think there were Super a couple... Of, deal. Like, one, he just wanted to do it because he... Like, he's got a few... Because he, like, he goes to, like, ICP a yeah. bunch as well, doesn't he? Because yeah. ICP was on the cards for a while. ICP was on the... But then I think the reason that we ended up going to El Paso, because at the time, it was, like, literally two to one dollar to pound. Yeah. It was, it was like... With the Neve desk? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah, well, the, the knee was a big thing. Yeah, the desk that was in the was in El Paso was a was a like, you know, like a ridiculous Neve desk, um, which if you're an audio nerd, you'll know exactly what that means. I just know they're big and old and good, um, and worth a, worth a pile of money. But yeah, there was one there. There was one in ICP, I think, as well. Um, so I think some of it is like wish fulfillment of like going to certain studios and like having that experience. I think Jason again with that like sort of like you know, on his psychology head on wanted us to live it in, in a bubble. Yeah, yeah, they wanted us to have that like making a record experience, like not doing it in Wales and going home every night. Like you live in the studio, you go in every day, you've got nothing else. You know that like element to it as well. Um, and and the, and the price thing as well. So it did actually yeah, it worked out. Even with like flying us to Texas and back, it was still cheaper to work in that you know in that thing. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was an experience. Like it was a, it was a mind blowing experience. And it was like I didn't even realize quite how like sketchy, not sketchy, but like just in terms of like the fact we live in the middle of the bloody desert. Yep. So like there were other border people, on the yeah. border. But then like but like you sure things like oh yeah, how was like you know how did you how did you deal? Because like we went in December. 
and it was just fine. Like it was like you know weather like today, like sort of like mid, you know, like warm but not a bit hot. chilly in the morning. But a bit chilly in the morning, but there. fine in the afternoon. T-shirts most of the day. Um, and all that. didn't even really think about anything else. Came home and then like we were talking to somebody else like way way later. And we were like, oh yeah, we went to um, we went to El Paso to record there. I think the bullet like, points. Oh, how do you deal with like um, how do you deal with all like the bugs and snakes and stuff? And I was like. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, we went in the live room once, and there was a tarantula on the door handle." And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah." There was a snake that. in the oh. live room one day. No, no, we there. Didn't Charles have to get rid of it? Yeah, Charles had to get rid of it. He is in charge. He's in charge. <laughs> he is definitely um, in charge. Yeah, but like that, that just didn't, like didn't re- didn't register to me at the yeah. time. I was like, "I'm in a desert full of spiders." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so seeing that that whole process from hmm. finishing the tour. With when we did with first from first to last, right up until recording the album, like did we come home like three or four days for Christmas something like that? Like on yeah, twenty first yeah. something like that, and we came home straight into Christmas, yes. and then we did the Christmas shows. No, when we did the Home Alone uh, poster, yeah. we were straight into that, and we because I think we practiced like boxing day maybe all day after boxing day, and, and then we were playing in Leeds on the first day and then we were like oh we'll play some new songs I think we played Uppercut and we played Top of the World they were the new songs we were playing did we play Coventry on my birthday is that that year the Casper was it yeah yeah, yeah I think it was it would have been after Christmas that it year. would have been in that run we quite often had shows like on your birthday or around it yeah. did Stork once on your birthday oh the stripper <laughs> the square boobs uh, yeah. I found oh, a polo that, the other day I think, that might, that. I think that might have been that year only because I remember researching strippers in El Paso that explains it man um, Oh. Yeah, in Stoke, yeah, we had a... Was there a filter for square boobs? <laughs> no, 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 I just... Uh, I never said that, okay. You know when you see, um, like, Japanese square melons? That's exactly what they... I, they <laughs> no, I know what that what is. What are they? <laughs> like, you, you used yeah, that like it was Jap- like... Oh, you know, you know Japanese square melons. Everybody knows this. This is a common thing that everyone knows. I've never Sorry, heard. I thought you've been on internet. That's mental. No, I don't. That's just me in, I guess. Mm. Um, check out Japanese square melons. I mean, I can... they got a great album. The description and the words involved. I can kind of guess what they look like. square melons, and they've done... In, in Japan, Japan. In, in Japanese, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. In Japan, um, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the end of the melon chat. Yeah. Well, going from that, no, you mentioned that the best in town was just full throttle, and you've already mentioned about some of the standout tracks, like shut the Let's fuck up, cut, shut the fuck up, uppercut, and oh, he's just world. telling us shut yeah. the fuck up. No. Ben. Yeah. I'm gonna fight. <laughs> he's finally broken. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's up to you. Normal. <laughs> no, what I was going to ask, is there any... <laughs> Was there any tracks on the record that you feel that weren't appreciated as much as they maybe should have? Because all I- of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, because a lot of those tracks were giving in, t- were stayed into your live set for a, a while afterwards, and mm. the fair majority were fan favorites. But is is there one or two you think maybe? Oh, you think we should have been maybe a single or should have done better than it did in any aspects? I don't know, because most of them were like, like you said, stayed in the set for, well, yeah. till the last show yeah, pretty yeah. much. And oh, yeah, I think said, yeah, said and done made it all the way in every show, didn't yeah. it? Uppercut, Uppercut, Uppercut never left. So much so, I, I love playing Send and I love listening to his Wicked. So much so, it's like Kelly and all that. I come and he's the old bands I've seen, stop playing Said and Done. <laughs> nah. Nope, um, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, well, it was a fun game. One of us has got a good memory. The other three haven't. Let's try and guess. We should know the track listing of this album. Well, the way I would see it is think of the song 
and how it ends and what he would go into oh. next. That's how I, did, ah, I yeah, try and remember. Sets. We did live sets. That's not. That ain't going to carry so it. Up, right. <laughs> I'm going to start off because shut the foot. Yeah. Yes. Save ourselves. No, I do, I'm just naming them out loud. Top Save of the world. Ourselves. Yeah, top of the world's third. Children, children of the night. The fire's in there somewhere. <laughs> That's on the record, right? Should we actually get it up so we can... Uh, I'll get it. Up. Well, no, no, let's 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 remember the children of the night. Well, yeah, children of the night. Leave your personal said and done. Of this said and done. The fire silence. I love myself. I love myself. Going to hell. No, no, nice things. Nice things. Sunblock. So yeah, so the only thing was wrong was fire is fourth. I thought it was. Come on. And then children of the night said and done, and then yeah. Jesus Christ on a bike. Right. So it's. Shut the fuck up, I can't save ourselves, top of the world, the fire, children of the night, said and done, silent when we speak, I love myself and I want to live, this is why we can't have nice things, we are going to hell, so bring the sunblock. Good album, that mine. Very good Fucking album. Fucking hell. Yeah, choice cuts on it, boys, any, any mm. songs you didn't like, any songs you... When we first started playing it, I wasn't massively into I Love Myself. Oh, really? I don't think I Love Myself ever really worked live. No. It did. I think when we, because yeah, we had, it's got that weird rocking tempo that I don't, yeah. I don't know. F- it wasn't really grooving tempo. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit mid tempo, and I don't think it. There, there were a few songs that I think we wrote on various records that are cool songs that I've got. There's nothing that I don't. There's nothing I, I don't like about the song, but it just you play it and you just go. Don't know. Didn't just what, like what's what happening when we first uh, wrote. Save ourselves. I was like, "Oh, this is a bit too left field for us, boys." And then I said to myself, "You wrote, you wrote a song called It's High Tide Baby,' which is, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like a love song." Big and I was, like, slice well, of I was like, "Well, why, why does that, why is that all right, and yeah. then that one isn't?" Hmm. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, "Fuck, that's good, isn't it?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think um, I love Sunblock. Always loved Sunblock, yeah. especially live because. People go mad and run about, and it's it's good for circle pit and stuff. Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't think there's a song on there that I that I dislike. Really, they were all fantastic. Love uppercut sets a tone straight away. Save ourselves is huge. Um, Children of the night use a titbit. The lyric: um, "This isn't love. This is war." Came after I watched an episode of now defunct TV show Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. So that prick, who I ate, thank you very much for the lyric. Um, yeah. Was that the same episode when someone was on it with one of our super early t-shirts on? Like the Frankenstein one or what? something? What? Well, the audience or Yeah, yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like... Not one of the... Um, <laughs> not one of the <laughs> experiments. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the poor bastards, they oh put in cages God. to throw yeah. stuff at. Oh. Yeah. They ter- it was a terrible, terrible love, show. I'm the same, same as you. I love the book ends on that. Uppercut and uh, some block, mm. but just because they're a bit heavier as well. Yeah. But what we always used to say in interviews would be was like, "Oh, we love Faith No More." Everyone will always yeah. you'd read any interview, love Faith No More. Yeah. We love the diversity of Faith No More. To me, this album is—I'm not saying it's like a Faith No More album. Be <laughs> very careful, sure, guys. Yeah, but in a, it's Faith No More influenced. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's my uh, concerned voice. Yeah, it's very Faith No More influence for the fact that it's so diverse. Like you've got like a and some block. Yeah. Then you've got something like I Love Myself, which is like a 
like a cock rock song. Then we've got Save Ourselves, which is like a big pop mm. song. Same same thing with uh, Top of the World. Yeah. You've got Slow Ballad. Like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I was going to say that my two probably, for me, the two favourites have probably been Said and Done and Top of the World. And I never understood why they weren't kind of like singles. Because for life, I would love Top went, of the World to be a single. They just went like. down as a, a treat every so time. So the singles were Children of the Night, Nice Things, and Save Ourselves. Save Ourselves. Yeah. Which, it, yeah. which to me said and done was was chucked about for a while. I yeah. think, but I think those are the. I think they probably th- are singles. Yeah, well, no choice now. Um, yeah. no. A bit late now. No. Um, yeah, remember top of the world. Uh, we were going to we were trying to get Haley Williams to do the second verse. Yeah. That's right. Um, that didn't happen. She uh, she was a bit busy apparently. Yeah. They were recording an album. I don't think it did. Riot. Yeah, Riot. 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 Yeah. So um, <laughs> it didn't do very well. And then Jason added that part in the middle of Children of the Night with all the crazy percussion that he did while wearing a sombrero with one trouser leg rolled up. That's mm. right. Not not a joke. <laughs> uh, he put Actual that mi- YouTube footage of that. That middle bit of Children of the Night in just because we. We were in contact with Pharrell. Yeah. And Pharrell. Just had a baby? Yeah, we were going to yeah. try and get him on the middle of that song. So Jason's like, I oh, know he likes rhythms and that, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm going to put loads of this stuff in. Cowbell and maracas and. I listened to the record not long ago and I. Every time I get surprised at how much I hear Jason Perry singing the <laughs> record. We'd it's come in the door. studio like late in the morning or we'd go for lunch and we'd come back and you'd just see him going, hey. <laughs> this quiet yeah, singing. So, yeah, sometimes it's just really quiet, just into the mic. Just adding in little layers in the background. So. Any gang chance I can hear Jason and Bob on everything. <laughs> yeah. Every if there's any Bobman. Wow. One of them's Jason, one of them's Bob, I think. Yeah. Jason's a good one, I'm the loud one. <laughs> <laughs> um Speaking of gang vocals, didn't you get Merthyr Primary School to do children? There's not one primary school in Merthyr. Ulgerig Primary School. Ulgerig Primary School, yeah. Um, how, did we, yeah how did that come about? Well, uh, our friend Scott M's mother was the head teacher at the time, Jill, and we were looking for some eerie. <laughs> That's such kids a Welsh in. thing, that is. Yeah. Jill. Jill. Noah. Um, <laughs> Noah. <laughs> um, yeah, we needed some eerie. Ch- child singing and um, yeah spoke to her and she was like yeah come on come on have a look but now looking back now we probably should have all been CB whatever the text CRB CBX it's all different CRB checked I went up there I remember being there I didn't go I met someone Matthew must have gone up there as well I went to the wrong school didn't you have a free kettle Oh, you went to the wrong school. No, I went to the wrong school. <laughs> Remember, you went to the wrong school. Brilliant. You went to Kawartha Primary, didn't you? Yeah. And I was like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to record the children. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think I said that. I think I said this. this like I was more like, there's a like we're doing a band like a choir thing, and they're like. <laughs> no, no, they like, ain't. I'll get off the premises, shall I? <laughs> Forthwith. Yeah. I'll phone the police as I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. No, I didn't get a free kettle. What are you talking about? I'm sure I got a picture of you with a free kettle somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, give me one. Are you blackmailing me or something? 
I surely met someone the other day and did he? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Cool, cool story. Are you sure though? Like, cool story. <laughs> it could have been uh, a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and she was saying, she was like, oh, she was one of the kids. She was like, she no, she was one of the kids' mothers. Oh. She went, oh, some some band from her the years ago. They did something with the with the kids in school, made them sing and all like. Never said, asked me. I said it's probably yeah. I was like it's probably that was my band. I think they, we did like a choir thing and all. You know, it might have been that. Nah, might have. So I played the video in because she was on my ambulance. She was taking. I was dropping someone off in Murta and she was like and I played the song and she was like just looking at the children night video like what the fuck is this my, <laughs> my, child, pa- weird, my child spat lyrics to this I wonder if in how long ago oh, 10 years ago wasn't it yeah. so probably <laughs> uh, there was an, an anniversary we could use so those kids <laughs> so those kids got to be about 16 17 by yeah. now I suppose yeah how many of them do you reckon still yeah how many not in jail like how many of them are going to uh claim that they've appeared on the record and want bloody money for it. None of them, hopefully. They will never hear this anyway. Can't prove anything. Tidy. Well, they can. Videos would be good to talk about, though, because the album cycle and stuff. Time in LA. Yeah. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, especially God. Especially, especially in research trying to keep time. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. yeah, let's talk about that. Um, yeah, so we went out to Los Angeles to record two videos. In one day. In one day. A 20-hour day, wasn't it? We yeah. did it's a great idea. Save ourselves and children of the night. Mm. It was good. It was, it was like slight. Well, it wasn't continuity between you. It was the same vibe, I suppose, wasn't it? Yeah, they were Across meant to them. just go one into the one oh, into yeah, each other. Oh yeah, they were set in the same universe. Yeah. yeah. Didn't the, the kids in the end like open a door and then? Yeah, and then you were in like a maze. Like the start of the, the next one. one. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's all summing. Yeah. And, and we then, had them women with the face paint on. What? Yeah, like the Day de los Muertos sort of Day of the Dead, yeah, right. the Mexican. Um, I remember feeling like skulls. proper. Oh shit! This is this proper film crews. These yeah. like makeup artists. Proper there video shit. A lot of people here. Yeah, yeah. We filmed it. We're um, taking back Sunday. Did the make damn sure video? Yeah, you know, I don't know if you've seen oh, that video. That's the big circular thing. one where he's falling backwards mm. and there's wind blowing because that that tunnel was literally. Behind our children of the night set. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, well, it featured quite a bit on Entourage as well, I think. That, that uh, area. Actual, that whole area, right? Nice. Well, I know there was like, um, some, someone just sort of like casually made a re- reference about like halfway through. They were like, yeah, I think all the asbestos is gone. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, cool. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. So that was the thing. And that also, that also featured Sydney Lynch. Sydney, yeah, Sydney Rowe. David Rowe. Lynch's granddaughter is the little girl. Yeah. David Lynch, uh, Reese's favourite director. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just remember coming up going, oh, yeah, my, gr- my granddad um, directs stuff. Does, oh, does, yeah, does, does he? Films. You know, she was like, she was everybody like, in LA well, directs She was like maybe 10 kid. or 11, maybe. Yeah. And like she was maybe like, super the, not, precocious yeah. and like eloquent and like talked like... She's like the, the main girl in, in Children's She. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, little, blonde, we were like, little blonde one Yeah, we were talking to her and like she was like, she like sounds older than she was. Yeah. And like, like oh, you know, you could like have a, like, a conversation with her. Um... And then, yeah, she kept going on about her granddad and her granddad and her granddad and her granddad. We were like, oh, is your granddad? He's like, David Lynch. We were like, and um, was like, oh. excuse me, I just need to leave the room a minute. Did he keep going on Little Lynch? Little Lynch. Little Lynch. She, she kept waking him up. She waking him up. Was when he's falling asleep. But she, I can't remember. She, she had like a siren on her oh, phone. That's what it was. She kept waking up. Little Lynch. Happen. Resets it when his sleep is uh, interrupted. <laughs> I remember that day because it was such an absurdly long day, and we just flown over, so it was all like jet lag and everything else. So I remember because it was like it was a big warehouse that had been like derelict, 
And then there was what used to be, I suppose, some sort of like little office thing where we were all, that was like our inverted commas, dress room was just somewhere to sit. And then like the big room was like where the, um, the sets, sets were. and everything, yeah. Everyone was inside the room. Little Lynch was constantly annoying Reese with her siren phone and various other noise. And I was like, I, my mind's gone insane here. I need to go somewhere. So I went outside and there were like a line of like plastic chairs. Like the ones you get in like in you know, like in a school or whatever. So I lay on them and I fell asleep. And I must have only been asleep for like I don't know. It was like one of those ridiculously like deep like jet lag sleeps where you're like bang and then you come back up like so like twenty minutes later or something. And I've never been so disorientated because everyone in the children's night video as well is like in like bizarre like period dress or whatever as well. So I thought it was in the past. Like I woke up and there were like people walking around with like like the Day of the Dead makeup on and people in like 1950s clothes. And I was like, Am I in a train station in the past? What's happened? How do I get back? Where's Nicholas Linders? Can he help me? Oh, it was the most disor like for like. It was probably only about like five or ten seconds, but it was the most disorientated and like lost I've ever felt in my life. I was like, what's it? What's it? What's it? And then I could hear the boys talking in the other room, and I was like, oh, oh, oh River. Oh, the friends, videos. Friends, man. Friends. friends. The, the future. Tell us what I say. You just come back to me as well. Now, going back again to rec- the recording times when was, was it Bright Dice were in, in the oh, studio? Oh, Burst. Yeah, he, Burst. Was, um, he was recording the same time. We tried to get him to play piano on Uppercut, but he was having none of it. He was having none of it. Yeah, yeah. So Charles did as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. All the other people we asked were at least were able to like make proper excuses because yeah. they weren't there. But yeah, he was just like, it, I don't it. want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here and I don't want no, to do this. None of that for me. Yeah, because <laughs> didn't he say, didn't he say, oh, he said, where are you guys from? He said, oh, little place called Wales. Yeah. He's like, wow, I, I know a place in Wales, a place called Tredigar. Tredigar? Tredigar! Yeah. What? And he was like, yeah, what do you say? Oh, it's my friend. My friend lives yeah. there. Do you know my friend Simon or something yeah. like Simon's that? Simon's there. Do you from know him? Yeah. yeah, there's only six yes. of us, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone from Tredegar is known as Simon. So Simon Tredegar, man. Nice, right. You know Simon, yeah. Um, that was the class time, or like the recording of the album in Texas was. Yeah. Like, again, we were saying just now about the first time we felt like a musician, because it was, because every day we'd, we'd come from, we were living in a far, little farmhouse on the upper road. We'd Drive up, come in, rented a car. Yeah, we rented a car. car and we drive up, and there'd be cooks and everything. They just sat there waiting for everyone. Like, what, what do you want? Little Mexican ladies, like, what do you want? Bre- breakfast? breakfast burrito, yeah, dos. Yeah. Don't look at me, dos. I'm like, well, yeah, if you're asking for two, I'm gonna have two, and I. I learned the hard way to yeah. uh, chill out on the breakfast burritos because I had the, uh, sh- I was shaking everywhere, shitting and sick at the same time oh, for aye. one day. Um, for one day only. Yeah, for, for one day only. Sean Smith shitting and sicking. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? Um, the, yeah, there's videos, there's video footage on YouTube of all the album diaries, and obviously there's that very not funny at all video of me playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that. Was as soon as you said that. You don't remember that. He fell over the wall. <laughs> 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 Yes. Oh, oh, oh. As the train goes past, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As soon as you said album diaries, it just my in in, in my head. I just heard. <laughs> but the thing is, I saw basically basketball. I was, I was thinking the Matthew one. Oh, that was good as well. It's a flat. No, uh, good as well. Yeah, we had a flat basketball, so I'm bouncing a long show and often I do some sort of stupid over the head throw into the net. Try and jump up a wall, miss my foot in, go over the wall. <laughs> but everybody laughed for a millisecond till they realised the other side of that wall was just metal girders sticking out the yeah, floor. Yeah. So everyone went, ha! <laughs> well, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was splendid. 
Didn't we? Didn't we go? On, oh, someone went up at the train track as well because he wanted. We wanted to put a, a recording of a train going past on it, and it sounded shit. <laughs> no, I don't oh, remember. to record it because because yeah. because we were so close to that those tracks, it would be every you know hour or something. It wouldn't be like, proper American freight trains like yeah. So I don't know. That, right, that was going to be the beginning of the album, and that was going to be yeah. Down, 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 down. Da, 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 da. So pre- prevalent in our daily lives, we were like, oh, it'd be cool to put that in, it, wouldn't it? Like I said, I think it just got yeah. It sounded crap. I just like the idea that it's like if we hadn't been in like that bubble near a train track, if we'd just been somewhere, no, we would never have gone. Oh, we should get the sound of a train. Yeah. Yeah. Just rather than being. Tell you what, we should get the sound of one of us chewing pecan nuts because we're <laughs> surrounded by. Go outside and get sounds of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go around the bike and some sand. Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense, does it? Uh, get, the, get the sound of a cactus. Come on. I, say, yeah. I always remember writing the al- no, recording the album, and it felt so easy to record because all the songs were just there for us. Apart from right at the end, didn't we have we were at eleven songs, and we had a choice between Sunblock, I think, and something else. Yeah, I and we had a bit of to, make, a bit of a to do. <laughs> I don't I remember that. what the song was though I think it was initially called Speedy G Speedy G might have been passing might have been passing him up bits no I don't think that was I don't think that existed then no I don't think it was Pastor it was just a B-side yeah. we, we put that in. together it was like yeah. let's do a metal song yeah let's yeah, do a Warriors song just in case because yeah like at that. the time they were like oh uh, it might be a Warriors remake and we were like well we've got the theme tune for that sorted yeah, that's no, a good B-side. Check it out on YouTube. Though. It's called. I if I go on my hard drive, pass the, them up. The demos there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Get Matthew's cleaning his hard drives up the other day. Not euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's that was. He might that was me. probably the most stressful part of the recording process out there for me. Was just the fact that we had a little bit of an argument between us of what song to go on last. It was just because time like was so block. tight. It was yeah. like we were literally going to fly out the next morning. Yeah. So the studio time was done, basically. Were we initially going to do them both? I think we, we originally, yeah, I think yeah, we originally were going to do 11. And then we were like, just have 10 songs on the album. Yeah. And then... So we did the music. Did we do any vocals out there? Yeah, we did a bit of back. You did a bit of silence. I, I did all, silence. I did all the verses for silence out there. Yeah. Um, Which I think as much as anything else Going to the toilet for pooping Yeah Was Jason just getting you um, To do something Yeah Because I think You could see that you were both Going a little bit stir crazy I think when When he first told us about it I remember Messaging Jason Because he said Oh look we'll go out there Record the music And then we'll come back And go to Essex Or whatever to do the vocals And I remember messaging Going Well the band will save money If I don't go then Like it's pointless me You know And he was like no, 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 no. It's all about the vibe. It's all about having everyone here to enjoy it. Yeah, it does make and a difference. And it did make it. No, no, yeah, of course. So, of course. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I was absolutely bang wrong to suggest not going. And yeah, it showed because the album was fantastic. Have we done. Have we done I mean, because obviously with vocals, the opposite is the case. You've ne- you guys have nearly always done vocals. Can't do them first. No, no. Good try. <laughs> we could, we, that's where we were going wrong. Maybe we should have tried it. La 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 Maybe la um, No but like For all the records beyond So Best in Town, Hope and Start the Party I don't I can't remember what Maybe Wolves we were all there But you guys were always in your own little like You split off and did it in your own place In your own time didn't you Because yeah. you did You did you did. I think Best in Town in South End Yeah I think that's another Jason technique really I yeah. think he probably gets us away from everybody else Just so You focus The three of us Stop three people talking four, If there's another Yeah if there's another techie Just to you know Less people judging you I suppose isn't it? And you know 
back then I was definitely way more nervous about pitching oh. and trying to fucking hit the note than I am now. But the best in town was like kind of you know kind of a coming out party as a proper band I yeah. suppose. It was kind of our fuck it and here we go. Jason's instilled this comment. It's his fault that I'm like I am. So if if you don't like me, blame Jason. Um, yeah, you instilled the confidence did in I us. Talk about on the last podcast about um, I think it was silence. Are we going to sing? No, the I don't chorus? think so. Well, basically we we done it and I was like, oh, it's too high. I can't do it. Start too high. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you can do it. I, I know you can do it. And I just added in my head, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. He's like, all right, you go out, have a cup of tea. I'll, I'll, I'll do some stuff with Sean. Or we went for food somewhere and then came back. And he's like, all yeah, right. Because he realized that's pointless doing anything with Sean behind the car. We can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and he went out for food. <laughs> so we came back and he's like, um, all right, we'll, we'll go through it now. Uh, I was doing, we were going through it again, doing the chorus. I was like, oh, I'm still struggling with this. And he's like, you're getting better, you're getting better. And then he said, um, all right, I'll, I'll, let, let me try something now. Try it now. And he dropped it an octave. Nailed it. Well, didn't nail it, but a lot better. I finished it all. And he was like, that's the original key. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, when you went, I pushed it up an octave. Not an octave, sorry, a, a tone, mm. semitone. And when you come back, you were singing higher than you need to sing. So then when I dropped it, you were just singing where it should be. And I was like, you Brilliant sneaky bastard. Clever boys. Nice. Like he's done it before. <laughs> and, he's, no, I, and he's doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> God. Stop me before I sing again. I, that's the old thing with me with that recording album. It was... Like some of the things he would say to you, like I would be playing, he'd be like, "Right, I want you to hit the snare on on the four, but I don't want to do it on the four. It is slightly late, but it still needs to be on the four. I'm like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> fucking mass. What are you doing? What are you doing to me? Like he went, no, John, it's not on the beat. It's slightly off the beat, but it's still on the beat. I'm like, just late. He's always like, just. Swing late, and I was like, I don't know what you're on <laughs> about. I don't know. And when I was doing, it, I was like, he's fucking right mind. Yeah. He's fucking right. I'm admitting that not on the beat, but it's on the beat, but late. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jeez, one of my favourite moments in say. that entire recording process. <laughs> we'd finished doing, and it was it had to be nice things as well. So we finished all the drums for nice things, and like you'd finished, so you'd be like, yeah, okay, fine. And like we were done with that, and he was like, right. Um, just do a couple of fills and that's all he said to you and you were like alright so you just started going and he left it ages and we were all just like like we were like what the fuck is he doing about you and then we were also about Jason we were like what the fuck and then very slowly he went onto like the talk back button because obviously you were in a different room like down the thing and he went Within the context of the song, stars. <laughs> well, I mean, you were like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was, it was like, perfect. I, remember, I thought you just wanted to just do stuff. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, no, I remember the last one was. <laughs> yeah, that was the one I loved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was fantastic. Because I was like, the fuck do you want me to do this? Because like, what he said was really vague, and then you started doing it. I was like, I don't think he means that. <laughs> and then, but like nothing, he didn't like. He left uh, it so long that I was like, oh maybe he does mean that. And then he was like, I have to put a stop to this. This is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, That's not what I meant. Brilliant. That's the thing as well with that with silence. That's why I like that. Listen to that song on record. Is because I'm sure oh, I've, I've said I've gone incompetently. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> all the drums all in that song are, are all room mics. They're not actual mics on the drums. Mm. So 
if they sound if they slightly in a distance, it's because they are. Cause nice. they, I don't know yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I laughed last Jason. I remember walking in and that. seeing a mic pointing at a window. <laughs> And I was like, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Jason trying mad recording techniques. Oh, no, I'll get some sort of reverb off the window. Well, that's exactly yeah. um, speaking of nice things, we didn't talk about the nice things video, um, which mm. we did in Islington Academy. Oh, yes. Good where we invited... With friends. Yeah, we invited um, fans, supporters of the band down um, for a free day of filming. And then, didn't we play a couple that of songs was, then? We played a couple of songs yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. That was a fucking stress. So, because we were like, boys, this is not going to choose me. Boys, you're going to uh, do the video. It's like on Friday. Wicked. We need to get people here. What the fuck are you going to do? Oh, I'll just put a post out. Put a post out. I think it was on the on MySpace. People were like, oh, yeah, Wicked, mm-hmm. I might come. Could do. So I was like, oh. So I put a blog up. I was like, email this. I made an email address. Email as if you want to come, blah, blah, blah. Bad idea, that was because fuck. I had to reply to about 600 emails. Just like, in, 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 <laughs> turn up, yes, in. in. But about 600 people turn up. Yeah, it was yeah, wicked. Yeah, it was, yeah, awesome. it was, it was amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we discovered how, how uh, boring music videos yeah, yeah, can yeah. be because you yeah. play the same song five million times. Yeah. And also we had our friends from other British bands here as well, didn't we? Um, Young with Guns, the Ocean. Young, Young Guns, Guns. We Are the Ocean. Yumi. Yumi all of Yumi were there. Um... There was no Gallagher. If you watch the video, the, the Gallagher brothers in the background. <laughs> Definitely, not a cut out. cut out. Definitely, then don't look at them closely. Uh, were the kids, some of the kids' boys there, or did I make that up? I can't oh, remember. I why not? Well, yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah, we, we recorded that song, and when we were recording vocals, me and Gavin were recording in Reading at the time. So we'd gone from Essex to Reading to John's house, and you, me, six boys were recording in Outdoor Studios. Out the back of John's house, and we said, "Oh well, why don't we ask him if they want to come and sing the chorus?" And that's how Josh ended up on the song. Oh, um, that was in the studio. That's why. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. the middle eight sounds super cockney. Oh, I don't care what you're oh, thinking. Okay, what you're thinking? Oh. We're a bunch of London boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The video was awesome. Um, literally spent a day there playing it over and over. And but I think looking, I, I love. I haven't watched it lately, but like the last time I watched it, it's just it's just awesome to see everybody smiling and happy and yeah. singing along and everybody on stage and those people who used to be in bands. You know, nice to see them. I can't tell you the last time I watched one of our videos. No. I, I find it cringe, cringy to watch myself anyway. Even like listen, listening to myself as well, I find. Yeah, I'm like, not too keen on. I have no idea what I said in, in the podcast that I did with you because I've listened to it. <laughs> I've listened to every other one, but not that diff- different for you than it would be for us because you love yourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck <laughs> I think I'm super <laughs> We're good. Super awesome. Uh, uh, no, like because we ca- like I can hear my drumming some of it apart from op. Uh, but <laughs> oh, and I'm like, yeah. hey. but I'm like, ah, like, oh, that songs are wicked. I love listening to wicked, but then. You, you, your own voice. Oh, I hate my own voice. God, be weird. Oh, get but, it. Uh, no, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick them on every now and again and enjoy them. But you know, I, I wouldn't listen to them constantly and constantly. It's, yeah. it's strange like that. Isn't it? I know, it's weird. I, I've noticed I've, I've got more. Um, what's the word? Nostal, not nostalgic, sentimental towards it. Then, like, only the last year, I've probably watched more. Of our, I probably watched more of our stuff in the last year than I did when it came out. Yeah, because like we we were in such a whirlwind when all of this stuff came out. Like when videos came out, we were never home long enough to like fucking enjoy them. Like it was just we were doing stuff. It was out. It's I always like, just found them like uh, this, like for better or worse. I always kind of like treated them like they were just like like products. Yeah. 
like that we were kind of in ch- like you know they had the, like so like when a record came out I'd listen to the record to make sure it was like right and I was happy with it and I I don't know I just I it was always just kind of like I never really listened to them like since when I mm. watch videos now because I did play for Tommy sometimes like, oh what can I say couldn't give a flying fuck literally don't care he's like sat there like oh, oh cool wicked <laughs> I put so, Metallica on in the van the other day and Riley was like is this your band I was like yep <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yep, 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 yep. played upon them on and yep. I've had to watch your videos and I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh like, I always think back to to the time of recording them because yeah weird like I'm looking back oh that was mad doing that because I can remember this and I remember how I feel when I'm doing you see bits I remember how I felt at that time oh yeah. no no that's not I don't think that's weird I, I'm weird <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> and I think what you're doing is <laughs> like the right thing to do but the other ah. day um, Jody's Jody had two friends there Dan and Kirsty and two friends like two friends like my girl's got up to two, two friends two friends that's mad isn't it so they were here anyway both of them at the same time. At the That's same decadent. time. Dan Ankers. Gone off cheese? Well, or, as you can see, no. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, they, so they just started, like, they were just talking about Limp Bizkit or whatever, and I was like, literally, there was the band of gummy kind of into rock or whatever, and then, you know, years later, I got to perform with them. And Jordy was like, put the video on, put the video on. So I put the video on, and I watched it again. I've watched it a couple of times of us performing Limp Bizkit. But this time, I focus on Bob. And Bob's happiness at the end, going round, trying to get high fives off everyone, right? Is I literally went, I've never noticed that before. That's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I just see how happy you were. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. He's happy. I'm chuffed for him. Because what I found is, when I look back at anything that we ever did, whether it was magazine covers, any photos we had taken, any videos, I'd recognise you five as, I know them fucking five. And then, oh, is that blonde tit? Like, I never saw that weirdly as myself do you know what I mean like so yeah so I was watching back that, that Olympiscuit video and I was just blown away like Gavin's chuffed you were chuffed Alex is on stage for some reason with well, a video camera and um, yeah I was just blown away by it and it was just just nice to be reminiscing that moment of some of the stupid shit that we've done like I, I, I used to I used to dip into the like the tour diaries quite oft, more often than like, the, the videos because um, maybe that's something I, I just enjoyed watching them a bit more. Cause maybe it's an element that is funnier. like that's more authentically like what we're like. Anyway. Yeah, that's just like all the stuff that we actually like make and put out. That's like something that we've you know right stand there. Look yeah, like you're, that, you're, perf- you're performing in a, yeah, in a exactly. video. Yeah, They're know? all like performances, but like the tour diaries, you're just like there's a boys being a bunch of dicks. Yeah. So maybe that's why I, I don't. Was, I was talking to the boys in my new band the other day, Val Alarites, and I was and because Chris was in Revoca Eastwood like they told her the Aussie and stuff and blah 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 but the, the new the new singer was like because he was like because he's in he's been in bands we've done tours and stuff but uh, he was like oh what was it like uh, have you toured in Linkin Park I was like, yeah and he was like I fucking love Chessman what were they like so I found him the other day he was asking me loads of questions about bands we toured with and I was telling him stuff and he just looked at me and said that's fucking mad that's literally mad and I was like and I was tell, telling him these tales and I was like yeah, that's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah. The more I think about it, that's if you didn't know me now, that's fucking well, yeah, super strong. You would think, oh shit! A up. slot now could go out into Merthyr, just start chatting to anybody, and they could get up, you know, jobs. What do you used to do? Any of this shit, and you could tell them, and they'd go, "Nah, that never happened." Mm. And like, what the? F-? No, it did. But that, the thing is, like you said, like. I got jaded to it all. Like I, like by the end of it, like I was just like, oh, yeah, of course, fucking slashes, fucking five foot away from me. Of course, yeah. Like that just happens now. Like that, yeah, that was the yeah. thing, and it's like to me a bit as well. You, you, you become so jaded by, it and everyone's just like a normal person to you. That well, 
you go yeah. back and go well you realise people are just well, normal that's, people that's, yeah it's the yeah. two sides of it it's like one is you realise that everyone is actually a normal person yeah. which is a good thing because you're like oh yeah they're just you know they're not just magic people. they haven't been made like they haven't been made in a cat factory um, <laughs> but just cats. yeah that's just you can't, you can't make men in a cat factory um, put out a t-shirt um, <laughs> but like I do find like that thing that you're saying about like like telling stories and stuff, and I'll f- I find that I have to kind of stop myself sometimes from telling stories because it makes me sound like a right prick. Yeah, and all I'm the like, time. You know, when you're just having a conversation, there's something sparks a memory, and you go, "Ooh, that reminds me. That's a funny story." And then you realise that you start telling the story, and like once upon a time when I was two, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not telling this to like you know." Oh, I've apologised before now. I've gone. I'm super sorry if if it seems like I'm bragging, but I'm not. You like literally just brought up a subject. Yeah, and this this is my story about the subject. Literally, it just happens to have Duff McGagan in it. Sorry yeah. about that. That's the thing. When I, when I, uh, towards the end of the band, I started doing the covers. It's the covers band because they're all boys I've known for years anyway. But I found as just like going in, could then go into a real job when people have a have a story to tell. I can only relate. I can relate to that story, but in a way. Whereas oh. when I was in a band, I did this. Because it's the yeah. only world you've ever been in. Every time, that's, that's, that's the only, only way I can relate this story. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit there like this. Yeah, hundred percent. I can only well. relate to like, oh, when I was in a band, we did. Oh, fucking prick. Yeah, but when I was in, ah, oh, for fuck. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I was constantly saying when I was in a band. When I was in I the know. band. Yeah, because like people would always think, say things about like certain countries, and the only reason I've ever been to any of those countries. Yeah, yeah. Is because the band, yeah. so they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I was in Australia." It's like, "Oh, I've been to Australia." And, uh, I got to think of my. I don't tell you now. Uh, now we're on the subject of it. The other day, I was on the ambulance, and some girl was. She had tattoos and stuff. She was a rocker. Oh, and I was like, "Ooh, what band do you like?" Blah blah blah. blah. We started talking. I said, "I used to be a musician." And blah blah blah. And she was obviously escorting an old lady. And uh, and the oh, she was selling them for money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Forty eight pound. Yep. Uh, no, and uh, she went, from and so she went. She was like talking to the kid, and she, went, what, what are you talking about then? And because she, she was super deaf, and she went, he used to be a, a musician, and she went, a magician. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, because I was taking she was in a wheelchair, probably seatbelt off, and I went, no, 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 not, not a magician. I was a drummer, a juggler. <laughs> Yes, and I was like, that's best. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was You're a juggler. You're the best job ever. And I, and I was like, I wasn't good, and she was like, oh bloody hell. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like that old lady wouldn't care. Yeah, wouldn't care. Like, that's a little, oh, yeah. so funny. No, oh, when you were saying about talking about stories, someone just talked about Slash. Chris told me a good uh, Slash story the other day. Chris from Revolga. Yeah. He went. He said, oh, we were at uh, Hard Rock L or something like that. Slash was playing. He's, and he was blotto, Chris, and he went up, but Slash, oh, what's happening? We got a photo, and Slash was just looking at him and saying, what the fuck's going on by that? Chris from Abitus, like, yeah. we sound as inbred as each other. And, uh, <laughs> but then he went, uh, he went, know what I did then? I went and found Jamie, who's now in Bullock for my Valentine. He went, I went and found Jamie, because Jamie fucking loves Slash. So I went over, grabbed him, pulled him over to Slash. Slash, he went, oh, and he pushed Jamie next to Slash, and he got his camera out to take a photo, and Slash went, are you bringing people over here to have photos of me? He was furious. And Chris was like, oh, he no. took a picture and ran off. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. I was like, are oh, you mad fucker? What yeah, I'm bastard. kind of, yeah, I didn't kind of realise how jaded I was until recently um, where the new band played, uh, we did Teddy Rocks Festival and our bassist Ryan has not played any festivals that didn't involve the word cider being in front of the festival <laughs> before. So, um, yeah, like we were going down there, like we were going down to Teddy Rocks and, you know, we were like, oh, you know, darkness headlining and again, you know, we've played festivals with them, we've seen them about 
I've interviewed him on a Krang thing for the Krang red carpet thing, but like we like we you know we just know him as fellas about like. But then I realised that old bassist Ryan was genuinely like, oh, that's the darkness, and it, and like it's just it made me excited about going to the festivals and doing more now with the band to see him uh, like mm. get to experience those things. So yeah, I think you know I'm a second basher there. Um, yeah, it's gonna get to open up some some new things for some new people as well, and uh, yeah, yes, mate. Oh yeah, the thing about uh, recording the video for this uh, nice things, didn't we? If uh, if my memory serves me correctly, and she usually does, does. We, we might have stayed in London that weekend, um, we because we did the the video on the fr- on the Saturday, me or Friday or Saturday, and then on the Monday we played in the same venue with Paramore. Was it that, that, that close together? I think that so. Rings I, a bell, like stayed, actually. In, stayed, stayed in the hotel, and then a couple of days later, we played with Paramore. I That's remember the day I she remember had one of the, the Michael Jackson t-shirts off us. Yeah. Mm. I remember the Paramore show. I didn't realise they were so close together. Sure it rings a bell with me as well. Yeah. We stayed up there. Because it was mad, because we, like, the one day we were like, whoa, these kids are ever moved to video for us. The next day, we were side up, set, set up in front of Paramore. Little tiny bit of stage room. But did, we did get to Paramore. Men- have I done the Ailey Paramore refuse story? Yeah. Never mind that. Never mind that. Never mind that. <laughs> That's your, you have to check with, my to check with the memory bank. I'm literally here just to check yeah. things are okay um, <laughs> on this episode. But no, it's been nice to see like you all reminisce and bring up these memories about the record. Um, yeah, but with a lot of, you've mentioned big moments of, of the blackout, but for you all individually, I mean, when you think of the best in town, what's the first memory that really comes to you straight away? One of them for me, sorry, Gav, but one of them for me, I was thinking about it earlier. When we we went up to London just before before it was released, and we went to see we went to the is it the Fighting Cox in Kingston? We went, we like we were doing stuff in the day. I think we were assigned to uh, Epitaph that day, and we went. We were in the KOS first with Johnny, and he was playing the album in the room, and then we went to watch a gig with the Ocean playing. Maybe we the Ocean were there anyway. In in. And, Fighting cocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, the, we the ocean were there, and I remember going into the because we just did the two of them in the October, and taking them into the, into a car. And going on, they, they were like, "Oh, got the album!" Like Liam's, like, "Got the album!" Yeah, sitting there playing it to them, and they were like looking at everything. What the fuck? How have you wrote? How have you done this? That was <laughs> one of my first. Uh, one of my first, one, probably biggest memories of because you know we loved we the ocean boys and. To have them say, look at us and go, fuck me, that's good. That was that was cool for me. Yeah, just to see like reinsurance for your peers and stuff, yeah, see yeah, how yeah. impressed yeah. they it were. It was awesome. It was that was one of my especially my first abiding memories of that yeah, yeah. album cycle for me. Cool. Bob, anything? Um I think probably the the story I said about the first day working with Jason. Yeah. Like that the way that Uppercut came together that day. I had yeah. a profound like that was just profoundly it's mind blowing the way that that song changed and the way he just kind of had an instant impact on us, I think. So that it kind of embodied the way that like we took that kind of step up with that record and that just really like Yeah. That was it, yeah, like but, crystallized. Yeah, but for me to hear that that you literally came in with like a thirty second like whatever it was like guitar thing and then yeah. for it to change it into a, a whole song that had so many different elements and really well, impact in it. That, I mean that's just showcases the impact Jason had and the songwriting for you all at that time maybe yeah 100 percent. i think it, yeah it was just the way that it because it, it wasn't just like it wasn't as if jason came in and went let's let's add this bit and this bit and this bit he went he had a, he had a vague idea of the of the vocal melody which became the vocal melody of the yeah. chorus 
which which informed the cause that went underneath that. Then we built the middle eight under that, and then the, the bit like the riff at the end was like the bit that was at the end of the chorus anyway. So like they were all like elements of the song that already existed that just kind of like got fleshed out, but it just completely changed. Mm. That song is like I said, one of my favorite blackout songs, yeah. and it came from what would have been just a blackout song. Yeah, yeah, he um, yeah, he did have a few songs, really, didn't he? Like with Children of the Night. There might be a version on YouTube. Yeah, there is the somewhere. We played it somewhere. Story, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, not, before. Not Luton. Not, not everyone's favourite, Luton. Um, yeah, because I remember seeing him after the thing, and he was like, I love that Children of the Night song. You should have. You should repeat Children of the Night for the chorus. And I was like, it's too much. And he was like, that's the point. And I was like, right. nah, it's never going to work. Wrong. And it, w- and it worked. Wrong. It worked. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably... Yeah, that that's probably one of my moments for it, I think. But also, I think towards the end of this, the album cycle as well, again to tour it and seeing where how far we'd come since we are, we are the dynamite, like coming off the back of that, and then where did we play, what, what tour did we do af- after or for that album? Well, I remember, but th- I think the ultra cycle of that album was weird because we we did the tour when the album came out, which is uh, ten years ago, right yeah. now. There was a forum, right? Yeah, we played a forum, and then. We were kind of we were we did festivals. I think we did download. That was the first year we did download. That was the year we did Rock Am Ring. I think wasn't it as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did all that, but then we didn't do a like an autumn tour because we were we were saving ourselves for the <laughs> for the Kerrang tour, so we couldn't do anything before. Ah, yeah. So yeah. that old touring cycle, even though that was the most commercial we'd ever been and the biggest album, best, best songs, we, we didn't tour it very well. Much. We didn't tour it. We tour like. We did that May tour, and then our next tour in support of the album was the next January. To yeah, we, we were we were told that we were weird. we were told we were co-headliners, but we always went on third out of four, which was fine yeah. in terms of that tour. Yeah, but um, but the thing is, we never we never had to take our gear down. Our gear was always up. If you think about it, because we were sharing the drum riser. That's right. Right. So. All the other, the, what was this um, all time low. yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. time low, young guns and my passion. So my passion, that's right. And uh, young guns would share a kit, but my, my kit was always set up. Nah. So in my head, I, you know, I love all time low, but not But in my head, I was like, oh, technically headling in this because every night then, once we would finish, Sam would take all the stuff down, and then they would have to set his gear up after us. So uh, I was a bit like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pack. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to uh, set up while you know while. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that, I guess. Everything was on. So. I suppose it's just like in, in the terms of like the uh, the uh, like the projection, like the perception of the people who come to the show. Obviously, yeah. the band that's on last is the headliner. Yeah. Like, I, I, obviously, we were looked after on that tour. I haven't got any com- complaints about that tour. It was mind-blowingly good. Yeah. But like, it, yeah, it just never, there was never another blackout headline tour no, on the Best in Town yeah. touring no, cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I remember being um, scared one night on that crank tour because cause I'd called um, My Passion goths every night because they wore eyeliner um yeah the drummer john pulled me aside and i was like oh can i have a word and i was like oh he's about to punch me in the pink as well see yeah he was a do, big do. He was a unit at the time when he okay. and i was just, i was like oh fuck i'm gonna get killed by a big goth now it's gonna be terrible and yeah i just remember him going it's a fucking honor to be honest too with you and i was like oh thanks oh, for that mate i thought Shit. you were gonna punch me in a pink yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> i thought because i've been slagging you off yeah. <laughs> um what about you? Good yeah, voice. Though. Yeah, we haven't heard your. <laughs> as soon as you say it, as as stupid as it sounds, the first thing that comes into my head is that fucking train. Because uh-huh. <laughs> the entire time in El Paso, I I just loved being 
in that situation where you record an album and and you're there and that's all you're doing. Yeah, yeah. there's no cares around yeah, anything else. It's just every day I've got to go over there. I've got to get in that fucking room and we got to do songs. And that's, that's it. No you're, other you're, cares. No money cares. Yeah. No, what am I going out for lunch? Oh, it's Mexican stuff again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah. that like it's just no, no. it's just the entire vibe of, oh. of like like that's that's one of the that and touring. I, I do I do miss about not being in the band is is making music and recording it and mm. creating that something that that was has never been there before. You know, you can still do that. Mine could do. Could do. Should you do. Have, you start have the technologies. Do. We started a country rock band, man. We have. Oh yeah. Like Blackberry Smoke. Oh, are they good? Oh, they are good. But um, <laughs> yeah. The the, the that it, as soon as it, you say the best in town, El Paso comes to my mind straight away. I think maybe just just as a final kind of thing, is like when you were talking about earlier about how when like the first album that you get into by a band is quite often like one of the special mm. versions. Mm. I think that's the case with the best in town for us like it was our first like do an album in a bubble go a place do it in inverted commas properly yeah like it was our first proper record because we were fortunate enough that we had very similar experiences at angelic with hope yeah and in um bath with in the distillery as well we start a party but the best in town was just special mm. because it was that first one i think so i think it's got for, a special going to america to me, yeah. yeah kind of you know yeah was that <laughs> Did anybody else have jobs during We Are the Dynamite, and then this that beca- was the best in town when we became a, a full time band, or we were already? I, know, I think I think Matthew's still in the bingo for a while, but maybe not a best best in town. I, I don't think he was by then. I fin I f- I finished my jobs in September of two thousand six. So okay. VP. Oh. Were just been out, no. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we were. I don't. I think we were full time from Dynamite because we were think we were so. constantly playing. We were because when we were recording Dynamite, we were doing it in Pablo's in the arena, yeah. which is no car park. So uh, yeah, well, probably for the best. Oh. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were doing that in there. So we were doing because they say what do we have six, eight weeks to record the album. So we were every day we were in there, flat out. So I guess and that was when we were on it. We never got, never got any any money until for 2011, and we ran in 2012. Yeah, I remember that. Certainly did. Yeah. Um, shall we wrap this up? We can do. Yeah. Just feel like we've been. We've probably one, one last thing before we do. All right, no, that's right. Okay, the boss. Can that just all right, call Jack. we have been talking a while, but I know a lot of people will be annoyed if it's not asked. Um, oh God! Obviously, with it being the 10th year anniversary of the record, I know you. A lot of you have. Being in and got new projects and different bands and everything like that, but has there been any discussions about somewhere along the line celebrating this or five years since the breakup for the next year or anything like that in the future? Fuck, is it five years? It's five years next year. Yeah, that's that's mad, yeah. Well, yeah. I think is it five years? Yeah, it's not mad, isn't it? Oh yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. But my child's 20, five this week. Fucking hell, twenty twenty. It has been mentioned. Um, Reese brought it up a good couple of months back now. Could have been. It was last year. Over a year ago, when yeah. He, when he blocked. He probably blocked it. Was he drunk? Right? I think so. Uh, yeah, mentioned 2020 was our fifth anniversary or whatever. And I just think at the moment we're all trying other things. Let's see how those projects pan out first before we. Um, nice, no rush, man. Yeah, I'm not like never. Like, I, I'd love to fucking. You, everybody who listens to this knows how I feel about it. So. <laughs> 
It's up to you, now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, fu- I'm, fucking w- I'm fucking well up for it. That's Gareth, Gareth Lawrence. Uh, yeah, fuck I. But like, because everyone's doing stuff at the moment, and especially with jobs and stuff, and uni and everything, I think everyone's a bit. Do you know what I mean? At the moment, it's like, oh yeah, we will do it. Cool, like, give me, give me, a, give me a ring. Yeah, I'm right, all right. But yeah, without a doubt, I'd do it in heartbeat. Be a fucking top laugh. And my little boy might go, oh, I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I wouldn't say no either. So it's just we Bob. Bob. Well, sing it, sing it, boys. Um, I have to get Matthew to fly in, mind. Oh, that's true. He could be. We. Oh, look, we could be back together and just be. We could have Matthew the Bruce Dickinson of the <laughs> band. Fly us everywhere. I was going to say you could have the blackout version of like. If, yeah, yeah. I made them in Air Force One. Scream for me. So I'm guessing Reese would probably do it. I I'm unsure about Matthew. Like I don't know where I can't. I couldn't imagine him. I don't know. I don't sit down somewhere. Part of me just don't think he'd pick up a guitar again. To be honest, like he's he's a fully trained pilot now. So um, yeah, he's just trying to do that. And I know he's looking for jobs and stuff because I'm friends with him on LinkedIn. So I see that a lot as well. So um, <laughs> I can't employ him. I don't own airlines. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know if Matthew would do it. Um, which yeah, which would be strange. So. James, it's down to you. Final words, James. Get fucked. Um, yeah, this is probably going to be an unpopular um, thing. Is I'm right. I'm unsure, but I'm a long way towards no. Okay. And the reason for this is that it fucking sucked finishing it. Mm. You'd have to go through that again. Well, and I, uh, yeah, like, kind of I, in a way. I grieved. Yeah. Like, it was like having a piece of me gone. I didn't know what to do for months. It's like literally opening another wound then, and it just and that, going and, back and to it. it. It's just like, if, if you do it again, cool. But then, uh, I've thought about this loads. Yeah. Like, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, but off the top of my head, with no, with no, with no rehearsal in front of a mirror, crying. Um, no, like, yeah, like, if you go back and you do some shows, great, yeah, cool. Providing they go well, like the anticipation is that they go well. What if they don't go well? Like the tour that we had when it finished was amazing, mm. and like when I was on last, yeah, and it was I like was the talking about how it like it all wrapped yeah. together. Considering the couple of tours that went before, as yeah, well. it, like, yeah, it all just kind of like we like kind of tied, you know, tied a knot, nice and drew a yeah. line under it. Other metaphors um, are available. Yeah, so like. That kind of like I like the fact the way it's been packaged in my memory now. Okay. Like I could I can cherry pick all the nostalgia. I can cherry pick all the great moments. I don't have to think about the shitty stuff, the not getting paid, the wondering what the fuck I'm gonna do, the playing at shows where you're looking at the tickets and the tickets just aren't going up. You're like you know, you think, Oh, it might be alright in the time, it might be a time but again, oh no, it's not getting it's not gonna Plenty of walk up, plenty of walk up. Yeah, there won't be a walk up, there won't be a walk up, it'll be shit. Like all that kind of stuff. The worrying about the money and all that kind of stuff. And then like if you go and do those shows as well, then what? Like, yeah. are we a band again? Uh, are the people expecting us to do some more songs? Is it one off? Is it? Yeah, I, I, is there so another album coming? That's, it's, it's if, exp- if, if like, like expectation all you, all you guys you have kind of said now, are like, yeah, you know, like if you if we all kind of like got together and talked about it, and it got like everybody else was like, come on, but it's five v one, which it might be now. Um, <laughs> you know, like think then I I would might reconsider my position, but I've kind of got to the point. 
on a personal level yeah. over the last couple of years where I've just gone, there's more, and this is also partly just because I just look at everything from a pessimistic point of view. I can't help it. So I just go, what are all the things that could go wrong? If pessimism was a big sport, you wouldn't fancy your chances. Like. No, I would <laughs> I've got a chance. Oh, I've won! Hey! No, I wouldn't. Like, probably, it's only because somebody dropped out. Um, yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of where I am yeah, on it, I guess. But if it was kind of the right circumstances and you could work something that uh, maybe never say never. What if I offer you a million dollars? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sure. But then, you know, that's not happening, is it? So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I am with it, really. The situation has to be right, doesn't it? And yeah, I, get- I, 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 I find it weird. I'd find it weird if you got like back together did a bunch of shows like it's almost (laughs) not copping out but because we said oh that's it for us and the fans would be like all right that's that's that band and they were like but we're back again i always find it weird when bands do that i especially only five years when they come back and then they they flat out then into it yeah i think with everyone's circumstances at the moment I don't know if feasibly would be to come oh, no, back and do it properly. It's anyway. not at all. I don't think at the moment. No, I mean, that's, I wouldn't. Oh, not properly. No, not to do it like you've seen or like we're we band again now. Blah blah blah. I don't think it's set. You know, it's feasible for anyone no, no, no. to do it like that. But no. I wasn't suggesting that that was being suggested. No, yeah, it was just yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those things. Yeah, that I, but like, I used to think thought about. You know, in the in the future, when, whenever it may be, we could just be like, "Boy, you don't fancy playing a show." Or, yeah, I fucking super, I'm super unfit, mind. Let's yeah, get yeah, the crown. Yeah. Boys, we're on the classic rock stage of right. Steelos Festival. Ooh. Let's get the blackout back That'd together. Awesome, you, Me, um, like David Coverdale, my shirt undone. George, oh, George in the crown uh, tried to convince the singer of my covers band, Sean, who's Sean as well. Uh, he was like, oh, can you uh, have a word of snores trying to get the blackout back in Every here? time my mother I've, goes I've to had, crown in. I've had that conversation sure. with me as often. Every like, time my mother goes down there, he's like, tell you, son, I'll pay him a thousand pounds. Thousand pounds? Oh, yeah, cool. thousand pounds. That's not enough. He said, thousand pounds. And he went, he said to Sean, he went, tell him, doesn't have to be all of them if he doesn't want it, just be like two or three of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, oh, I went to a restaurant. Wait a minute. I went to a awesome place in Caerphilly the other day called The Yard it's just Jamaican food right so the guy um, I tweet I post on Instagram love the food there or whatever and the guy started following me so I went in the other day and he's like you've got loads and loads of followers how's this and I was like oh I used to be in a band that did quite well and he went like ah get the b-. bear in mind the shop is a quarter of the size of this front bit right so it's literally you walk in you're there right yeah. he was like get the band to play then I'll, f- <laughs> I'll feed you all and I was I'll like, oh, well, if, I, oh, if you're offering me a six-quid meal, <laughs> I'm sure I, I can get a bamba yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. You would have spent up to 36 quid on food. You are mad. Man. Well, 30 quid. RRP, man. 30 quid, Bob, don't come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I have yours? Yeah, you have it, man. Yes. <laughs> we didn't mention Jamaican food. He's definitely in. <laughs> oh, I, I'm back in a band. <laughs> um... Was it, is there anything else? Um, anything we haven't touched on? It's bound to be some, someone screaming at the fucking... Yeah, there's loads of stuff, probably. Um, if uh, if anyone's got any questions or anything, get in touch at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll try and do something like this. Plus, we should do one next year for the fifth anniversary of the last show, and we'll talk about that if anybody cares. And would it be... The 10th anniversary of Hope next no, the year after, wasn't it? It was recorded in to 10 the, and out in 11. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, oh, we'll just get get together every year now for the next couple of years just to do. Uh, <laughs> remember this? <laughs> you can keep prodding me in the side then. Go on, have a gig. Come on, you literally killing everybody. We're a rock concert, Bob. <laughs> That's my special power. <laughs>
Vibe killer. Um, right then. Uh, thank you for doing this. Boy, it's been fucking really good. I've really, really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. it. It's been awesome. Th- welcome. And well done on doing this. It's, oh, it's wicked. It's wicked, good, isn't it? I've been enjoying I it. Got, I have got one uh, thing to say. Oh, here we go. Uh, I've, I've listened to uh, quite a few of them. Sometimes in the ambulance when I'm driving. Either if I got a new ambulance through uh, the Bluetooth. Ooh, the blue if it's an old ambulance, a fucking bone shaker. I'd have put my phone in my top pocket, top left hand <laughs> pocket, so I'm driving like this so I can hear it. And I, but all the time, listening, especially the one with you two the other day, I was like, fucking hell, you sure no one's going to listen to this. You're, gonna, you're speaking too fast. Like, you know what we like when we speak? You're speaking too fast. No one's, people are going to think, oh, what is he doing? He's speaking. I've been listening to the podcast on times 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, have, didn't have a fucking clue. Especially the one with you two the other day. I was like, boys, you're talking too fast together. 1.5. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, good. good. Well, I listened, I, listened to the, I listened to the Winston McCall one then. And I was like, I put it on normal speed. I was like, oh, this just feels weird now. So I sped it up. But sometimes like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely oh, I thought, I thought, splendid. You're speaking too fast all the time, man. People are going to listen to this. You're off, like, you're off like too fast. You're off too fast than you should be. Like coming from me, I just think no one's going to understand you, but um, sorry. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and a bit I for yeah. some reason. Well, I thought I was listening by the guy. It's just fast. It's Is it? Yeah, it's weird when you do it that way. I've listened to some songs and it's accidentally been on. I'm like, what is going on with you? Yeah, it's weird. Sorry. It's all right. No, cool. Thank you again for doing all this, boys. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been emotional. Um, Snoz, where can people find you online if they didn't already um, know? At Snoz is awesome on Twitter. I think it's at Snoz is awesome on Instagram. Gareth Lawrence on Facebook, I think. Snoz um, Lawrence. Look who's been in court on Mythic Express. No, <laughs> that's not me. That's different, not me. Family that ain't me man. different family member, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Thank you very much for doing this, boys. Um, you can, yeah, Bob, do you want to mention your socials? You haven't got Instagram, you've just got Twitter. Uh, you've just got Twitter, which is at Bob Got Bored. Uh, the band is Raiders Band UK. I forget um, about that. Which is also the Instagram, yeah. I think. And just search that for everywhere. It's on YouTube as well. Oh, yeah, on Spotify and music places, you've got to search Raiders UK. Raiders UK. Raiders yeah. a that's, week that's before the new band. we a week? Did he know? Do you reckon he knew? Don't know. Fuck him. Don't know, so bastards. Check it out, and uh, thanks for having me again. Oh, no worries. Carvin. I don't want to talk to any of them. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, no. Thank you very much. I, I, think Gavin T- I think it's ironically Gavin TBO on uh, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but unless I know you, I don't know. Stay out of my business. Oh, I didn't talk into the mic. Um, cool. Thank you very much. Um, Mog? Yeah, no, just want to say, yeah, thanks for, for us being a good uh, little catch-up and everything, so yeah. Cheers thanks, Morg. Oh, Morg, I was going to say something oh. earlier on to you. Um, one of the main reasons why I remembered the the video shoots in LA yeah. is because it's the same, the first one, or the, the old day, was the same day Liverpool beat Man United 4-1 and Old Trafford, so oh, get fucked. had to get it in there, didn't <laughs> Literally <laughs> dropped his mic. <laughs> Gently onto a sofa. <laughs> Anymore, no, just end it here. I think you can press the end. Sweet. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. that very much. It was nice to reminisce and talk about old stories and just see the boys in general, to be honest, because it's not often a, a couple of us get together. Um, yeah, it's not often you're all in the uh, same room. Yeah, as well, and just to let you know, um, the reason Matthew and Reese weren't here is because Matthew is a qualified pilot 
blows my mind. And He's uh, too busy flying around. Yeah, and Reese is in Llanelli. Oh. Which is quite the distance away, and yes, he doesn't lovely. drive. Oh, he does drive now. Oh, he owes me about thirty thousand lifts. Oh, we'll have Reese on soon. That'll be a weird podcast. Brilliant, or we're just talking about owing you lifts. Well, it could be you don't. The mind of Reese Lewis is mental. I think the one of the, the stand-up memories from him, uh, f- for me, is him deciding to uh, crowd surf during Kissing Glass Houses' last show. Did he? Yeah. He's, he's a maniac. You never. I've never ever been able to grasp what he might be thinking. He, there's some stories about Reese that are unbelievable. Um, well, we'll have to get him on. For yeah, we will. We will. Sure. But yeah, great to hear from Snoz, Bob, and Gavin about the best in town and other bits of the blackout past and yeah, everything in between. It's been very nice. I'm very uh, subdued now. Like yeah. I'm very calm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what else is there? we got people to thank. Yes. We have got people to thank. We always have people to thank. Yes. Our friends of the podcast, or patrons of the podcast. Or as I like to call them, the elite members of the Sapling podcast community. Nice. Um, yeah, we've got some names to thank. So I'll start with the artist one first. Becky Mayaoko. Is that right? Is it wrong? I don't know. I haven't got the woman on YouTube mm. this week. I've thrown it out there. That's there now. Craig Harris, Emily Senegals, Emma Barber, Glenn Rice, Janelle Caston, Jenny Robinson, John Price, Jordan Burchard, Jordan Burchard, Jordan Burchard. Because I think I've missed him out because for some reason his name doesn't come up properly in this Patreon thing. Kelly Cannon, Kieran Lewis, Kylie Wheeler, Lucy Diaz, Luke Price, Lydia Henderson, Marcy Jacobson, Mark Platten, Martina McManus, Melissa Roche, Mike Canina, Mitch Perry, Olivia Cropper, Paul Hirschfield, Sam Ledgewood, Scarlett Charlton, Scott Jones, and Tony Michael. They were in alphabet order that time. They're not normally. That's strange. But thank you very much for being a patron of Sapling Podcast. we Really, really appreciate it. We love it. We love the banter on the community group, and you're all really funny. So yeah, and it is great to see. If you want to join in and all the fun, uh, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes, please do. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. Before we go, we've got a very busy uh, weekend and whole summer of festivals. Don't forget. If you want to get yourself down to 2,000 trees, a massive thank you for them. They set up 10% off for any Sapman podcast listeners using the code SAPNIN yes. at 2000treesfestival.co.uk. Forward slash tickets. Forward slash tickets, of then course. Then you go to the promo code bar and type in SAPNIN. Uh, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. And then you get 10% off for you to have an amazing time at 2000 Trees And then when you see us, you can use some of that 10% to buy us an ice cream. Oh, yes, because 2000 Trees Festival has the best ice cream I've ever had. I don't think I've ever even had ice cream at a festival before. If you're not, no. wait till you get to 2000 Trees. Oof, I can't wait. Anyway, um, we've run on too long again. Yes. We um, always say, let's keep these outdoors short, and we haven't. Well, yeah, but we like to talk, don't we, really? That's the, probably the whole point of a podcast, is talking. It'd be awful if it was just science. I wanted to do these for two hours an episode, and you're the one who said, let's trim them down to an hour. So don't tell me about talking. Also, we couldn't do two hours, thank God. So <laughs> glad we went for an hour in the end, to be honest. Anyway, let's move on. Um, yes, if you see us a slam dunk, come and give us a high five slash hug slash kick in the groin to Also, Sean. Also, while we're at slam dunk, slam dunk, 
Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk. While we're at Slam Dunk, make sure you're following our socials, Twitter and Instagram, at Sappeninpod, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D, because we will be posting videos and uh, just behind-the-scenes stuff. So yes, we will. So get following us, and you might see some of your favourite bands talking to us. Or you might see uh, Sean and I doing funny faces at different things at the festival. Who knows? That's dreadful, Mog. I'm sorry about this. What a dreadful end of the podcast. Anyway, please, please share this, like this, rate this, and subscribe where you can to this. Please share with your friends. And, yeah, we love you very much. Thank you very much. Sapnin! Sapnin! I don't know where the fuck you were going with that bit there. I don't know. Just like funny faces, Sean. Just like mine, isn't it? It's funny. Sad more than funny. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.